Hey everyone, just a quick message before this episode gets underway. We did have two MCU themed episodes planned. We had a Loki episode and we had this episode you're about to listen to. The Loki episode was recorded, but somewhere in the data file, so not in the recording, in the data file itself, there was a corruption and I have tried for the past week and a half, which is why there has been a delay on getting these episodes out, to fix the error on the Loki episode as it was set before this one and I just cannot do it. So, so I'm at this point now where I give up, uh, which is unfortunate because I think we had great content on there. But here's the MCU episode anyway. I hope you're all doing well. Sorry for the delay on anything coming out here uh, it has been a little bit hectic, and like I said, there's been a corrupted file. We've got a load of new content on the way. We're planning loads of stuff, so uh, please bear with us. Just going through a tiny little change, and everything should be sorted uh, momentarily. Thanks. Hey everyone, welcome to This Guy's Sick. I'm Sam Valentine. We've got a smaller crew today. We've got Scotty. What up? And we've got Chris with a K the Ladyway. What's up? Yeah, so we are going to be talking about the future of the MCU, which I personally think looks dire. Um, oh, that That's my spoiler for the rest of the episode. <laughs> I'm not convinced any of the future MCU stuff is going to be as big as anything that we've seen so far. I actually think it's going to be a little bit lackluster, but you guys might feel differently. So It's going to be difficult because now you've lost a lot of big names because their character arcs have come to an end you've you've now lost chris evans you've lost robert downey jr you've lost scarlett johansson um pretty sure you've lost a couple of other ones i'm forgetting but about but you've also lost Mark ruffalo ruffalo's still with you, it yeah you've also lost it's not so much even the actors it's the characters they play so we've got well, no that's... more iron man people love downey jr as iron man yeah what we're left with is like B tier, C tier people. The, no one really gives the a fuck backup, about. the 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 mantle, like the ones that take up the mantle that no one knows yeah. because every time they bring out something new, it's always the original Iron Man, the original Captain America. It's instead of bringing in characters like the X Men as the next arc, Phase Four. Fuck it, we're bringing in the X Men, which people get hyped for. Yeah, they've gone with the Marvels. They've gone with Eternals. I don't know who the Marvels are. Monica Rambeau. Kamala Khan. And uh, Carol Danvers. Yeah, Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel. Power. Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel, and the other Captain Marvel. The, sp the Spice Girls of the yeah. Marvel Universe. The movie that is going to flop, if, if you ask me. I think that is going to be the one that flops the most. Yeah. I think it's going to flop hard. They'll probably, probably introduce the new Black Widow, eh? or White Widow, whatever they're going to call yeah, her. But she, she was good in the film. I thought she was funny, um, she, yeah. She was the best Flor thing Flor in Flor it. Florence Pugh was actually really, really good in it. Yeah, which you would know from the Page movie. She played uh, Page. Wrestling, the, yeah, yeah, wrestling, with, fighting with my family but if you also may have seen midsummer she was the lead in that it's amazing such a fucked up film it's great yeah so that's what we're going to be talking about today but before we get to that we've got a bunch of questions which chris is going to read out right let's start with the first one this one's from david hi guys listening to devilism had me rolling how do the rest of the tgas crew feel about sam's side project i thought i thought it, i thought it was just the right amount of cringe and it literally is perfect, like, stereotyping of a lot of fucking idiots you see on the internet. 
I was basing a lot of it on David Brent. Yeah, yeah, um, I can see it. Yeah. It's weird. I might actually change Devilism and not actually say I'm me. Well, I'm surprised. You know? you, I'm surprised you did. Yeah, I, I, well, I wasn't sure what I was going to do until I got there. I had these jokes in my head, and I wasn't sure how I was going to play them off. And I realised as I got started that to play them off in the sarcastic way is the best way to do it. Right? Yeah. Pick a really cringy side name. Yeah, that's what yeah I think that, that would have been the best way to do it because obviously people that were listening know you from this, and then it's like, well, he's obviously taken the piss. Yeah, you kind of need to be that different character. That's what I'm thinking. I just become a character. Hi, you're listening to Devilism, and this is Cornelius Black. Cornelius Black. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> so I might change that up for the rest of the episodes and just see how it goes. Um, it's funny as fuck. I was laughing at work, trying not to like laugh out loud because obviously <laughs> I've got my headphones in. Like, what the hell are you laughing at? I can't show you. Yeah, yeah, you won't get it. No. So the scene in the Joker, you wouldn't get it. But no, thanks for your question, David, right? So we'll, we'll have to ask the other two when they are actually available, what their thoughts on it are. I'm sure Jake has no issue with it. Tian probably, probably doesn't even listen to it. Probably doesn't know it exists. Yeah. yeah, probably not. This one's from Russell. What do you guys think of the AEW rumours right now? I'm not a wrestling oh, fan, so I have fun. no idea. Oh, mate, Daniel Bryan. CM Punk and Daniel Bryan. And CM huge. Punk. Hell yeah. Well, uh, well, more for me, Daniel Bryan. I don't really give a shit about CM Punk. I think he's—I personally think he's overrated. I, but that's my own personal opinion um, on it. I've, al- I've always liked him. I've met him a few times, and he wasn't as much of a prick as everyone says he was when I met him. So I've kind of got yeah. soft spot for Punk. I'm waiting for more New Japan guys to come in. Well, I, I, after I, I, the I, I want stuff with Jay White. I want something's gor- going to happen. I want so. Gorillas of Destiny to come in and take out the Young Bucks. I think that's going to happen. Well, Hikaleo's on the show next week, which is their brother. So, yeah. Yeah, AEW and by proxy Impact are just smashing it right now. Oh. Really, really good. Some of the wrestling on Impact's not the best, but the way they're carrying everything at the minute is is really good. Yeah, and having the crowds back is oh, helps. fucking amazing. Even, even WWE isn't as bad. It's still bad, but it's not as bad. WWE have decided they're just going to start doing surprises now. So it's like, surprise, Cena. Surprise, Goldberg. Like, well, because no, I think they no, look, Goldberg, Goldberg was rumoured for weeks that he was coming. It's just I hate when they bring him back because the guy's just so past it. Same with Cena. Like, I knew he was coming back. Yeah, yeah. It was, was rumoured. Cena reigns at SummerSlam has been rumoured for about six months. And then the so next, when it yeah. happens, it's like, oh, okay, yeah. And the other rumour is The Rock challenging. So they reckon he's going to be a, he's going to come in at Survivor Series and challenge Reigns for, uh, at uh, WrestleMania. Yeah, makes it's, sense. That's been the rumours for months. Well, they want to build Reigns up now because Reigns is actually popular. Yeah, because yeah. they've been they they didn't want to turn him heel for so long because they thought it would ruin him, and it's the best thing they ever did. But for me, right now, AEW is the only wrestling show I'm watching week to week. Same. So uh, yeah, I'm, I can't keep up with Japan. You know, the Olympics happening in Tokyo right now, which only the government's happy about because I know personally from mates that live in Tokyo. They do not want the Olympics there. Never I'm did. Not surprised. Did you see the amount of protesting outside yeah, the building? They don't want it. The government has spent so much money that could have been used to help so many more people. Instead, it's like we need to build these stadiums. Fuck all the fuck well, all the fuck that, all the that's public. That's true. But then you know, at the same time, Jeff Bezos lets his fucking workers shit in nappies rather than go to the toilet, and the cunt fucks off to space. Shame, 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 shame. His dick, his dick-shaped rocket didn't blow up while yeah, he was up well, there. You know well, hopefully he fucking stays up there. Yeah, he, oh. came, he came back and he's now fucking acting like a Gundam character. The cunt. He's like, we need to start building industry in space. We need to stop polluting the fucking Earth. When I was in space and I looked down at the Earth, it was a beast. Like, I'm kind of promo. Um, he's, he's, he's like, it's the most beautiful fucking planet I've ever seen, brother. Like, you know. Fucking change it to amazon yeah <laughs> it's the only planet you've ever seen you fucking bald-headed prick and he and he's just like it, it's, it's gorgeous we cannot rate the planet for its resources fucking lex luther suddenly yeah exactly so thank you for amazon now go fuck yourself but yes the aw <laughs> yeah. aw news is hype the idea of punk and brian turning up at the same time possibly together as some sort of well, faction is fucking huge daniel so. ryan is rumored to be um coming in on the 22nd of september that's when he's apparently started in new york 
that's the that's the rumor of his entry. So whether they're Punk do, they're comes do, in at the same they're time, they're going to do the NWO. Yeah, but who's going to be the third man? Sting. It's Sting. <laughs> who's the third man? It's Moxley. Um, yeah, so no, thanks for the wrestling question. We don't get a lot of them. And yeah, me and Sam could go for ages just chatting about it as well. Yeah. I'll just sit here confused as fuck. Just yeah. Fu- Start watching wrestling, Chris. There yeah, you go. That's the on. answer. Right. This next one's from Kelly. What is the best film you guys have watched this year so far? Oh, um, so the best film I watched this year so far is not a film that came out this year. Uh, I recently rewatched Cape Fear, one of my all-time favourite movies. And that is definitely still the best movie I've watched this year. Honestly, nothing has really come to mind that I would class as the best. I mean, I've watched quite a few recently, like me and the missus watched that um, Fear Street trilogy on Netflix. And apart from it being really stupid, like in how the characters like went about things, it wasn't actually that bad. It was quite a good slasher. Yeah. Quite a slasher trilogy, but... Best film, yeah, nothing really has come to mind. I haven't watched any films this year so far. Black Black Widow's on the list. Black Widow's new. That's a new yeah, film, so it's... maybe that is at the top by proxy. But Whereas last film yeah, I would have watched would have been Fish Christmas. Fish would be above Black Widow for me. Yeah. Yeah. So last film I would have watched would have been just before Christmas when Soul came out on um, Disney+. Plus. One of Eddie Murphy's recent films, um, Dolomite is my name, where he plays this, uh, it's like a, a bio film on this um black comedian who went from doing like music discs to like the live like the live discs you get vinyls out of like the stand-up stuff oh, right, yeah, and yeah. then he went into making his own films and it's just crazy it's, it, eddie murphy was fantastic in it yeah but yeah movies movies have sucked since covid here because they're fucking holding them off they're not releasing them i the haven't way seen work. i haven't seen a quiet place too yet me neither and i think that probably would go be up there because the first one was really good yeah so i, I haven't I seen like that first one as well so i would put a little hat on that and we might come back to it another time yeah once we've seen it so this one's from pete i saw that sam's got a ps5 now how many of you now own one first impressions chris i think chris you're the only one chris hasn't is got the one, only right? one who hasn't got one dude i can hit you up with literally a link yeah, one. straight That's away. what I did. That's what I did with Sam. I literally sent him a message like, Amazon are doing a drop I now. Skin, I skinted he... myself out in one day. <laughs> I was just yeah. like, fuck it, I'm getting it. I say, I've got all the stock like stock alert pages liked on to, like Twitter and Reddit and everything. The problem is they come, they literally come live when you're at work. So yeah. that you can quickly sneak away and get quickly order one on your phone. Because it literally took me, when I did Very, it literally took me five minutes and it was done. Sam literally took five minutes and had to call the bank. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, the bank stopped the payment and Amazon sent me the thing saying, we're not gonna. We're gonna hold this for twenty four hours, but the payment. But the payment cleared. hasn't cleared. It's it's weird. It's weird. Like I had I had my card frozen literally last weekend because some guy, some twat in Colombia, hacked my uh, Netflix account and decided to try and get two free months of su- subscription off of it. And the fl- the bank literally went, "Why is there a transaction coming out in? Um, I think it's pestos or whatever the <laughs> pesos, whatever the currency is in Colombia. From, from why is why is there a transaction coming out from a jar of pesto? It's like they're like that's not right. Freeze, and I was like, yeah, cheers. The bank I found out a good. I found out Lloyd's International close at four o'clock on a Saturday and don't open up until Monday morning. But first impressions on the sorry, we got yeah, we always get sidetracked. <laughs> first impressions first on impressions. the console. Um, I am both really happy with it and disappointed at the same time no web browser because i watch a lot of shit on my ps4 i would use the web browser and just watch that's how i watch loki yeah so, so the lack of space on the fucking machine yeah it's, it's nearly a terabyte of um of memory and it seemed to just go well because really it's like quickly. something like um 400 gigabytes of it goes straight away on the fucking machine the updates and all that like, oh shit so you end up with about six seven hundred left for for games because it was like would you like to import all your games over from the ps4 i was like yes i would i click it and it's like we can only do three 
<laughs> we can do seven R Cyberpunk. And like... They did. Uh, I I tried. I was working out how to transfer my seven R like safe, and then you had to like install the PS4 version, then install the update. So that was literally like 200 gig just used right there, just so I could change yeah. the space over. And then, and then you, delete the PS4 version, so I had the PS5 version. Yeah, I, I had like, to do the same thing. It's a fucking nightmare. So same, yeah. They're the things I don't like, but it's beautiful to play games so on. So quick. Um, I've only really played Astro's Playroom. Good. Great. I, really, I love I that. Fucking, I love I was that like, little This game. is like a full game. I was yeah. like, this is really good. It's like a uh, Mario World type thing with, yeah. with six levels. and yeah, then lovely you find little, the lovely little platformer. Lovely little platformer, that. Very enjoyable. I've played that, and then I've only been... I've been I started playing cyberpunk again to see how it run on the ps5 runs really smooth in comparison to the ps4 but yeah it's, it's good but there ain't much to do on it yeah it's still it's not even a year old yet so you know it's gonna be a while but there's like little features that kind of like annoy me not annoy me it's just like they could have done better. you know like when you turn off the ps4 that you hold down the ps button and it comes up with like all your options and you can yeah. just go to turn off turn off like that you've got to log out then press it again, then log out, and then turn it off that yeah. way. You can't just turn it off straight from the button. You gotta, because whenever you press down the uh, the bot, uh, the PS button, it just takes you back to the home page, like it does with Xbox. And then you gotta scroll up, go to your profile for the icon, and do it that way. It's just like it's not it's not a massive hindrance. But it's, it's just, just a little like, bit more of a ball ache. Yeah, it's just like I gotta do this, 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 and this. And turn then, off instead of just this. And, then. and that whole menu screen thing is is really basic in comparison to the ps4 still new though i mean like yeah. it's because we're so used to it. i mean i'm pretty sure when we got the ps4 originally it was very basic like you can't have any themes on it yet you can't have anything like yeah. that yet it's not doesn't exist for you it's coming they've said it's coming in later patches it's just they're working on other performance issues first oh, fair yeah. enough but yeah like games load up so quickly like it's speed it looks great i'm just waiting for more games to come out i'm waiting for yeah. like the uh, tsushima director's cut I'm just gonna pay the thirty quid and get the, and get the the upgrade, the, 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 up, upgrade, the upgrade yeah. and the and the expansion, and I'm just gonna to go to town. I literally find myself I'm playing Final Fantasy fourteen. The the upgrade for that doesn't come out until Endwalker comes out. So you know I'm still playing it, looking like it's on the PS4, which doesn't really bother me. It just the load times are a hell of a lot quicker. It's just faster traveling. Yeah, that's that, that. that's what I found with Cyberpunk. It's just faster, quicker, smoother. Doesn't fuck up as much. It's way, way yeah. nicer. Doesn't make noise when I'm playing the fucking game. I, I PS5 uh, can be loud when you're installing shit. I played. I I, uh, I downloaded and bought Cyberpunk when they put it back on the store. Don't like it. Don't like it. I find it so boring. The game just felt really slow and bit just boring for me. I just, yeah. I'm not, I'm not really an FPS like shooter sort of guy. Yeah, because you're not into like Fallout and Skyrim and things like no, that. No, so. like, the only the the, the only play, the only thing I really go for with first person is Far Cry. Most of the stuff I'm not really a first uh, first person sort of guy. I just I don't know. Yeah, no, I suppose Cyberpunk is way more RPG heavy than Far Cry is. Even though Far Cry has RPG elements. Yeah, yeah. I'm not disputing Far Cry is more f- fast-paced because I like Far Cry as well, but it's a more fast-paced shooter. Yeah, and it's got better shooting mechanics than Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk's mechanics aren't—they're a bit clunky. They're a bit clunky. Yeah, yeah. They're a bit. I mean, yeah, it's give me the when it comes to CG project, right? Give me The Witcher any day. Yeah, well, that's coming. Um, one of one of the new deals. Well, one of the DLCs for Cyberpunk is called Monster. Interesting. Uh, they found it in the root data, and in in the dialogue, it says Witcher Three in it. So, because so some monster from that world is going to end up. Uh, that's what I imagine. Why yeah. is it called monster? Because well, you're a monster hunter and a witcher. So are we finally going to get the series stuff? Because it's hinted throughout Cyberpunk. If you look for things like there are sparrows, no, the, the, the sparrow icon and stuff like that. Yeah, well, you places. see it. You, a sparrow comes and lands next to you, and it's a world where animals don't exist anymore. Yeah. So you're like, 
the fuck, the is, fuck is that? Yeah, so yeah. There, there's lots of hints, yeah, but they didn't... cats. Well, but then that comes into the story at the end as well, why you can find that cat. Um, some people think that cat is actually part of Johnny as well. So there's loads of like rumours as to what that cat is. But um, If you start off the corpo uh, storyline, when you look in the drawer to get your um, inhaler to help you concentrate on your work, uh-huh. there's a picture of Siri in the drawer. Yeah. Is there? Yeah. Corpo's the best way to go in Cyberpunk. Oh, I did Nomad. Uh, I went Streaky Kid. I did Nomad simply because I was looking up, like, I looked up online to like, what do people think is the best one to start with? And some guy came up with a really good point of it's your first interaction with the game, you're, you're going into this city for the first time. The Nomad seems like the best way to go because it's your first experience. It's his first experience with the, uh, with the, yeah. with the game. So, my, my issue with that is why I think Corpo is you go from one of the cunts in the corporations. You end the game as a nomad running off with your girlfriend into the desert. Oh, okay. So you become the nomad, yeah. And to me, it's like that is such a like, juxtaposition between the ca- That's actually character growth. Yeah. So a street kid running off into the desert with his, with his girlfriend is an option. It's optional. You don't have to run off with her. But the bit most, the thing most people did was fuck Pan Am. Like, like everyone went off to Pan Am unless they played as a chick like Jake did and then we went off to Moody Judy. But. And then you think if you become the, if you start the nomad, you literally go full circle. Yeah, you you start you end up where you where, where you, you began. Get, where you began. Yeah, which makes sense. That kind of yeah. makes sense of the story. Yeah, uh, yeah it's just yeah. I, I'll, I'll probably go back to it eventually, and just kind of especially if they bring out more witcher related stuff because I'm always down for anything witcher related. Yeah. So yeah, next question. So next one isn't really a question; it's more of a statement. Great mental health episode, guys. Thanks for being so open. And that one's from Gwen. Oh, Gwen sent in a question for mental health. She was the girl who said uh, she dances on TikTok, has this like online persona, and then that cries herself to fucking sleep. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, thanks, Gwen. Was that, was, that, was that the one with the cat? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I hope you're doing well. I'm glad uh, we were open and honest and you enjoyed it. Um, yeah, stay in touch. Yeah. And the last question's from Brad. Hey, guys, I love the fan interaction episodes like Versus the World and the Mental Health episode. Probably my favorite episodes ever. Thanks for reading my question, by the way. How do you guys feel about these kind of episodes? I love them. I really like them. But they don't perform as well as... Well, Mental Health actually perform quite well. But Versus the World is like a mid, mid-level mid episode. Um, I like it. But the thing with it is, we get quite a lot of listeners. But only about 30 people ever fucking write in. So we can't do them often. Like We're reading some out today just to clear a lot of, a lot of them. Is Scott enjoys them. I mean, he asked today. He said, have we got any questions? Well, I, like, no, I, I like them. I, I think... I think uh, like. A lot of the podcasts I listen to where it is literally just people sat around a table chatting. Like, those sort of things, they're always, like, they always do, like, a Q&A sort of, like, all oh, right, you know. Here's ask, a handful here, of here, People have asked these questions. Let's talk, let's answer those questions. Because it, it adds to the fan interaction. Because then someone's like, right, I've sent this question in. I'm going to tune into the next episode and see if they if they answer it. Yeah, and I think and that I, entire, entices people to come back each time. It, it does. So and I, we get about five or six questions a week, really. Most people just don't message in. It's really weird, but I get it. Some people are a bit intimidated by it. It it sounds kind of stupid just messaging someone over the internet because there's a lot of people that happily slag someone off over the internet, but they won't fucking message. Message them, yeah. They they, they don't want to say anything nice. That's the like a lot of questions. I don't give a shit. Tell us what you hate about the fling, eh? Yeah, we turn that into a whole thirty-minute fucking (laughs) bit. You know, you know, some stupid bitch who thought East meant for everybody. Yeah. I mean, that's one of my, I think that's one of my funniest fucking bits on, on this show was when, when we got that letter and I was like, I can't believe it. Or the guy wrote in a letter to complain about the language. And he's like, let me educate your fucking audience on, 
But he's like, let me educate your audience on woke politics or something. And then I just like ripped his fucking, <laughs> like, yep, yeah, fuck that. We're not doing the rest of that. Um, I like them. I like the fan interaction episodes. What we were doing was the reason why we even have maybe three of them now, including mental health, is because I would just let them build up. Yeah. Rather than read them out every week, I would like go, right, we got months worth. Let's, let's fucking do the lot. Yeah. Like we did with, we did it with Halloween. Uh, we did it with V's the World. We did it with another one and then mental health. I can't remember what the other one is. Uh, both Gwen and Brad have sent questions in before as well. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, well, thank, thank you very much yeah. for your questions every time. It's, yeah. You know, we encourage it. Thank you very yeah, much. Um, Gwen and Brad are two of the top people that send questions. Jess sends in questions all the time. Like, yeah. Was it Jess that had like, someone sent in like three different questions? Oh, the, the often. Was, yeah, yeah, Jess, yeah. And, and even on the V's the World one, Jess sent in a few. Yeah. And then when we had you back on, the wrestling questions I saved were also from Jess as well. Yeah, yeah. So cool. Jess sends a lot in. Jess is a cool guy. Uh, he's like a grumpy old man. And I love him for it because it's great. Yeah, he's like yeah. in his fifties, like dad Aww. with kids. He's a cool dude. I like yeah, him. Yeah. He's, he's, got nothing, he's got nothing better to do with this. Listen to this shit. Listen to us, cunts. Yeah. <laughs> it could just be that some people are just worried about asking a stupid question. Yeah, but there's no such thing as a stupid question because you can always, even <laughs> if you send a stupid question, we can turn it into a joke somehow. Oh, so. Yeah, or t- tell you it's a stupid question. Or yeah, just tell just you a stupid answer. Why are you sending this in, you dumb cunt? Like, you, yeah. say, you can say that. Yeah. Um, or maybe some war- people are worried about asking the same question that pe- other people have asked. Well, that's happened before. And li- so. li- then we just won't answer that one. We'll just say, we've had that one. Go listen to this episode and you'll get that answer. Well, we did that on the um, mental health episode. Because I had about 70 questions, but yeah, all the same lots of them were the same thing. So it's like, I'm going to choose the longest of the questions that are the same because they've added more context and stuff to it. So, um, yeah, no, I like them. I, I like doing them um, and we're answering them right now. So hopefully you are entertained. Yeah, they're fun to do. So. Yeah. It's, 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 good, it's good interaction with the fans. Yeah, it's weird to have fans. but Well, no one knows who I am, so that's fine. Yeah, well, you, you're kind of used to it because you're in a band and you've got fans. You've got people that show up to every gig and go, hey, man, I'm going to buy you a drink and suck you off in the toilet and stuff like that. That's just tea. I've never had someone offer me a drink. Like, Blurry <laughs> in the toilet, though. Yeah, the toilet, yeah, the toilet however. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, I'm always the joke. I, think, I don't think I'm Sebastian actually... turns up every week for a suck off. Yeah, he does. Good lips. Knows <laughs> what he's doing with his tongue. <laughs> got a piercing and everything. I haven't, no. But, I him, but, yeah. Oh, I don't know about him. You, you do his... now. He left this one behind. Yeah. Got a sharp tooth. Made his own. Ever, <laughs> ever since you last saw him, your arsehole's been ticking because his watch has been left up there. Oh, yeah. He shoved two fingers up there last time. You're like the fucking crocodile from Hook. From fucking Peter Pan. <laughs> every, 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 now, every now and then my ass vibrates with the alarm goes off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus tick- Christ. Gives me a little tickle in the tank. Um, yeah, so that's it for the questions. Thank you for sending questions in. Um... Yeah, we have now got the future of the MCU to talk about. Now, Chris is the man with the list who's going to talk to us about that. Phase four. Yeah, so before we actually get into that, I will. we've got the Loki episode, obviously. Um, we're going to briefly talk about Loki now because, obviously, Scott wasn't on the Loki episode and I've been thinking about it a lot, Loki. And I, the more I think about it, the more I dislike from the future of it. So... I just want to ask you, like, overall, we rated it like a seven in total. Yeah. Out of ten. The average was like seven, seven and a half. Yeah. Like seven and, and a half and like, the, the best parts of it were like a nine, but the lowest parts were like a three and a four. And that's kind of how we were like, ah, oh, fuck. Like, there were parts of it where it's like, for example, just episodes where cunts just sitting around talking for the whole episode. And you're like, why? Yeah, see, if, 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 if I'm, if I, with that sort of shit, I'm like, 
I'm not. I'm pretty sure you are, Sam. You're a Tarantino fan. Yeah. And to me, people sitting around chatting, as long as it is well written, and realistic I, and I interesting. Find, I don't yeah. find it boring. I've never found that sort of shit boring. But Loki, it's just exposition. It's just yeah. well, the reason we need to do this, like, it's, it's, instead it's, it's of showing it's us the plot, building. yeah, instead of showing us the plot, you're telling us it. Well, they're using that. To, they were using that like um, when um, Loki and Variant Loki were on that planet A, and that moon's fucking crashing into him. Yeah, and they're like, right, how the hell are we gonna fuck this pig? You know, they, how are they gonna get off? And it's like, it's it's, it's more of like the character building their bond together, and how that like, it's gonna be that weird. Thing where Loki is obviously going to fall in love with a bit of twin, a bit of twin test going on. Well, it's a bit of fucking variant. It's, it's like it's like if they have sex, you're pretty much just jacking yourself off. You yeah, but what does their kid yourself. coming out? It's got to be yeah. like an incestuous little kid. She, what's she going to give birth to? Prime Loki, Loki Prime. It's not the most yeah. fucked up thing Loki's given birth to. No, it's not. <laughs> That's always the funniest thing about it. It's like those, you know, those memes after. Amy sent me one when uh, when we started. It's like uh, it came out that oh. Loki's bi and then there were people who were losing their shit it was like why does he have to be bi and it was like everybody was like I'm glad he's bi I was like if you look at the mythology he fucked a horse no no the man got <laughs> fucked by a horse yeah male horse he became, he became a mare and he got fucked by a stallion and yeah. gave birth to the horse he, he, that Odin rides with the yeah, eight legs the reason the reason he did it as well um, we did mention uh, it on the Loki episode the world, no 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 he gave but he gave his, his Loki's children are the horse that Odin I can never pronounce it Svetnir Svetnir so yeah he gave birth to that he get he the his, snake, other children, the world, his other children are uh, Jormungandr, the snake, the, yeah, the world, world serpent, yeah, and uh, Fenrir hell. and Hell, Hell, yeah. Which is the funniest thing in it when you when you look at the MCU mythology and Hell is their sister. It's like no, Hell is Loki's daughter. But then they also made her. They what was I found weird? She's wearing green. She's got the long black hair. They even made her look like Loki. Yeah. Which is why I found female Loki being like a blonde chick a bit weird. She should have looked like Hell. No. If you think about like if you yes. think about what a variant is, she should kind of look more like he does. She she just looks like a fucking British yeah, mum picking yeah, up her on, kids. Look, like yeah, you say that, but then they, when they when they go to the um to the place where they go. Yeah, well, there's um, fat Loki, black Loki, yeah, child you know, Loki, two, alligator Loki, gay Loki, two-headed Loki. So I, I didn't know. hate kid Loki because his reason for being a variant was just he killed Thor. <laughs> so yeah. fair play to yeah. him. Who was it? Is Richard? Um... Richard Grant. Richard, Richard Grant. Grant was... Um, oh, he, he was, was older. Richard was Grant was fantastic. Yeah, he was, was absolutely fantastic. fantastic in that. I thought it was great. I was actually... Me and Amy were like, they're going to save him at the last minute. They're going to save him at the last minute. He died. I was like, no! You're supposed to have fucking taken over and died. So we're dealing with time travel now. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Nothing's set in stone. This is part of the problem. Look, this is what the end, the end of the Loki episode ended up being. Was us just angry at just the continuity errors there's so many of them in that series that just fuck with shit that was already canonized and then the day after the final drop disney had a meeting about what the fuck do we do with timelines we need to set some rules we need to set timelines. you should have done it before you made the fucking loki show but I'm, I, I was actually very surprised that they did that because i thought they were building that up when it came to doctor strange i thought that was going to be the break in the multiverse because it's called the uh is it the multiverse of madness yeah so, you know, I thought that was going to be the time when we were going to get the multiverse. And there's a long time to go before that happens. It's next year, isn't it? Yep. And they're trying to hype we've got up... we Spider-Man first. Yeah. Spider-Man's in December. Where he gets sucked into some sort of multiversal... He gets sucked off, does he? You get sucked off by MJ. But they're that's... dating now. In real life? Yeah. Is Yeah, yeah. They got caught kissing in the car by the fucking TMZ paparazzi cunts. Oh, you shouldn't be following these people around. Shouldn't be following kids around, you dirty scumbags. Oh, I think they're about 22. Probably still kids, though. 
compared to but, what I think is. Oh, but, yeah. but like just to touch on Loki and how that sets up the rest of the MCU. So I'll ask you two of these questions. So Loki's power level. It's not even over 9,000. He, he's a superhuman Asgardian, half Asgardian, half frost giant. So body positive TVA agent just does him in one shot. It's just a chick with a stun gun. It was a bit weird. But he, I, like, I, like, I, like, I like Chris's um, thought when he said before we went on, before we went on, that it's like he was caught by surprise and Loki always seems to really get knocked out easily. So the, yeah. the trickster who, who catches other people by surprise was caught by surprise by... By his own fat, arrogance. By a fat chick. By his own arrogance. By his own... Okay, so... Admittedly, he, uh, Loki, he did Loki, planet. Loki in the first Avengers film is an arrogant fuck. And he's and that is the Loki we're dealing with is the is the Loki who's at the end of the Avengers the first Avengers film so he's going to be an arrogant cocky a cocky fuck he hasn't learned the like the humanity that he gets from like Dark World and then from like uh, Ragnarok and then Endgame or was it Infinity uh, Wars which Inf- one Infinity, Infinity Wars War. when he when he gets fucking shanked and that and you know he's he's had that bonding experience and he's made up with Thor by that point and it's like the more humanized character so he's literally he's been. He's a cocky, arrogant fuck because he literally took on the Avengers and didn't really stand a chance in a, in a way, really. But you know, and then he gets arrested and then he escapes. He's arrogant as fuck. He is he is the god of fire and mischief. You know that is it. And then all of a sudden he goes in and gets fucking knocked out by this. But bird. we've seen him get attacked by surprise already. Like it just seems a bit to me. I'm like those agents would have turned up. And they're not even fast enough. Even by surprise, they're not fast enough to fight a god. Shouldn't be. And it's just like, and of course it has to be the body, body positive one who can probably couldn't even swing that fucking fast. Did he get the handcuffs on him still? Nope. No, they were L- literally on. all of his fucking like restraints broke when he hit the planet. I just felt like it made him look. It's his show, and you've made him like, oh, he gets done by a random chick. Especially because he still had the tesseract. Yes. He could have literally just fucked off anywhere he wanted. He could have made them fuck off. That's actually the thing that annoyed me the most about that show was they made the most powerful items. Currently in the MCU, they made the most powerful items in the MCU. Into paperweights. Literally into paperweights. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing with that? And it's literally because there's no magic in this. Well, no, this is called called shit writing. And what a shit writer does goes, right, we need to make Kang the most powerful being in the universe. How do we make him the most powerful being in the universe? By making everything that was powerful before look weak. Rather than making him look powerful because your writing's good, you write that the stuff that came before you is weaker than this. Do you see what I mean? That's Question. Now, I looked it up afterwards to find out who he was because obviously I knew Kang the Conqueror was, but I don't think in that entire episode he ever says his name. So Nathaniel is his real name, yeah. how, How the fuck are people supposed to know it's Kang the Conqueror? It's only after that episode do they say, that's Kang the Conqueror. So a lot of people who don't follow the comics or have never watched any of the cartoons, did you know they that have no in, fucking idea who did Kang you know the Conqueror that, is. Did you know that in the comic, comics, Kang hops timelines to hide from Thanos? There you go. He hides from Thanos. Thanos kill, can kill him, and he fucks off and hides in different timelines to escape Thanos. There's actually in the comics. The guy's shit. Like, it's one of the weird well, he's things. Well, he's going to be your main bad guy in the next um, mm, yeah. Ant-Man film. Brilliant. Um, He's the main bad guy in that. So what the fuck is he going to do against Ant-Man? Well, no, but this is what Does we... Does he actually so, have any, any powers apart from like the no. time control thing? Does he well, actually no. have any abilities? So in Kang it? does because he goes through time and fucking... Like Apocalypse. He manipulates. fucking fucks with himself. Right. He, he, he makes himself... Oh, genetically like, yeah, engineers yeah, he, himself he, he just fuck, Yeah, Kang just fucks with himself so he's no longer human. That's essentially right. what he does. Okay. Um, but before we get to Kang, because I've got questions about Kang, the TVA... They date back from 1980 in Marvel comics, okay. right? So that that's where they come from. But 
is it just me the weird dress code the 70s vibe uh the the did it not just remind you of the temps commission from the umbrella academy how they did it in yes. Loki. It was yes. almost like set for set, even with the chick at the head. It was like almost a rip-off of the yes. Temps Commission yeah, from no, Umbrella I, Academy. No. That was the one thing that always struck me. Was it was always weird, the old-fashioned. It's like the old-fashioned in it is like, I feel like I'm in the 80s or the 70s. It's yeah. Like, why is it so dated when you're supposed to be a time agency? Yeah. And, and obviously when the guy who set it up is actually from the year 3000 plus. So why isn't it all set in his fashion? Why is it set? And to me, when uh, I, as we've seen, the nineties now back in fashion. Maybe in the year three thousand, the nineteen, the nineteen seventies now back in fashion. Possibly, possibly. But you like know kids are weird. But it just seems from a design choice. It's that whole thing, especially with it being a time agency. And I know, in the comics, it predates Umbrella Academy. But from a TV show aesthetic, it, it seems so fucking similar. That, that I never, to be honest, until you brought it up, I didn't even think about it. Because I've no. literally it's been ages since I've watched Umbrella Academy after the second season came out, so I didn't even think about it. So the other question I've got is, Loki escaped with the Tesseract equals breaking the rules of the TVA. Tony Stark invented a time machine which caused Loki to steal the Tesseract equals okay. Because that was meant to happen. As Kang said in that, epi- in that last episode, that was meant to happen. So then Loki stealing the Tesseract must have been meant to happen... Because Tony Stark went used the time machine to send Steve Rogers back in time to do it. If all that was meant to happen, the consequences of that happening should also be meant to happen because that's how time yes works. They were. Kang literally says it in that episode. He's literally said, "I paved the way for you to get here. Everything, everything that's happened has been by my design." Does that not had... does that not cheapen the fuck out of everything we've seen in the MCU yes. so far? Yes. yes, it means that literally Kang the Conqueror. Has literally paved Planned the way everything. for everything for but that then, point for those two Loki's okay, so to get there. Okay, so if he paved the way for those two Loki's to get there, why was it breaking the rules? Because if he paved the way, it's still not rule breaking. Ah, it wasn't breaking the rules by him. It was by the TVA. It was breaking the rules, but Kang needed that to happen. That's what he wanted to happen. That's why. Yeah, but the, everything that happened. But that's not a good enough reason, cause I say so. No, it's not. That's shit writing. No, of right? course it is. Yeah. It's, it's literally it's the what's the cheapest answer we can give them for why they are here? Oh. I am the cause of all of this. Yeah, it's predetermined bullshit. It's setting which him is up, like, it's so all the characters up. that have died. But this is what I, this is what I mean about. It sets him up to be the. It sets him up to be the main bad of Phase Four. Yeah, but but at the expense of everything that's already happened. Yeah, Rather yeah. than be smart enough to go, ah, oh, I can fuck with time and do whatever the fuck I want. Watch this, boom, and there's a dead Loki floats past because he can, right? And that make like instead of being a good writer and showing him as a real threat, they fucking have to destroy everything we've already seen and make that look weak as a result. And then obviously Carol Danvers is going to turn up at some point, blast him with one hit and kill him. And yay. Nah, it'll be Miss, it'll be Miss Marvel. Kamala Khan. She's a Muslim as well, so that's even, even so, stronger. Yeah, so but we can't have a Muslim fighting a black guy. If Kang can like, fucking that's not work around with timelines. <laughs> yeah, who wins? Why didn't Kang take the Loki, um, save the Loki from Thanos in Infinity War? Because at that point he knew Thanos was going to die. And at that point Loki technically would have been stronger. But they knew that they would have to go back in time. The fuck up would happen with the Tesseract, which would get that Loki. Doesn't matter which Loki it is, as long as it's a Loki. Uh, that one had yeah, to die, yeah. and then he had to learn the humidity. Because remember, he literally looks through his timeline and, and sees, sees himself, himself yeah. die. It only it takes happens. one day for him uh, to actually figure out he's nice now. But it should probably have taken the whole season to actually figure out he's nice now. But So that, that's another thing I've got on there. It just seems, it's one of those things that just seems like a bit of a legal loophole from Kang's perspective. Yeah, it's just a plot hole. Because he's told the TVA the Avengers are allowed to do this, they're allowed to do it. Loki's not. It just seems to be a bit of a 
this is okay because I said so. In terms of the um, Umbrella Academy vibe, vibe, yeah, I didn't even think about it until you mentioned it, and now looking at it, it's like, yeah, they have literally ripped off the fucking Thames Foundation. It it just feels so similar, even with the way that the woman at the top of the TVA carries herself, lying to people, got her own agenda at hand, knows the truth, won't tell people. But that's not from the TVA in the comics. That's Once one of their agents in her pocket. Yeah, that's exactly as the agent in the pocket. That's exactly the same as Umbrella Academy. And the vibe of it being sort of out of fashion, like they're using technology that looks like it's 30, 40 years old. Uh, it, it's just a fucking... Is it a rip-off, do you think? Yeah, I reckon Or an influence? Because in, in this one, it seems to be that there's no consequences for fucking with time travel because they can just reset everything. Whereas in Umbrella Academy, they haven't got that ability to do so so if they do go back fuck up one little thing it will change the entire it changes everything timeline. they can't ever go back to their time well when if you look at the, season, the end of season two they have fucked it yeah, up yeah they fuck it yeah. up which i prefer that i'd actually prefer loki they fuck it up so badly that when he does go back to his timeline now the x-men are there and there's no avengers it's like what well, the fuck I'm have we done i'm like, wondering if that's how they might set up because the timeline he's in now isn't the one he was in no no because they, they don't know who he is can i just say though owen wilson it's fantastic. Yeah, he was amazing in that. He's fantastic. Yeah. So good. Owen Wilson and, and Richard E. Grant stole the show yeah. in a show where you had Tom Hiddleston playing Loki. Yeah. And they stole the show for me, the two of them. As, um, soon, as, he came on, as soon as he came on, I looked at my message and went, oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Did you wow. see the tweets um, Richard E. Grant put out about being on that episode? He loved it. He's like, he, please, if you want to do a spin-off, I'm down. He loved it, but he was worried about being in um, Hiddleston's shadow. Yeah. He was like, how do I stand up to... Him. I'm you like, Richard E. Grant, you probably influenced Hiddleston. You, you're a fucking yeah, legend. Yeah. But you put him in the original Loki gear and have him just being fucking awesome. So, uh, female Loki. Yeah. Why is she stronger, faster, and smarter than male Loki? Obviously, the show was directed by a very inexperienced female director. Oh, was it a female director, was it? Yeah, who, and she's openly said on Twitter that, that Sylvie is a self-insert. The character is, is kind of her, kind of how she feels, kind of kind of does what she would do. Strong, strong, strong independent. Independent, feminist. So she couldn't help but put her fucking politics in the show. But Mel Loki is a dumbass and a goofball in this show. Like, he oh, literally yeah, you, is. You, so, no, 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 no sexist comment when I say this, but you can tell it was, it was run by a woman. Yeah. Um, so oh, Lo- Loki has now gone from a smart, calculated fucking evil villain to an absolute clown in his own show, right? In his show, where he actually plays second fiddle the whole way through the show to Sylvie. And it's her journey that drives the plot yeah. to its conclusion. Um... And she doesn't lose once, actually. In the show, she wins everything she's in. She gets her way and wins every scene. Yes, that's very... yeah. Correct. How do you guys feel about that? Do you think they've done a disservice to male Loki because they wanted female Loki to be strong? Especially like, with how fucking easy he got punked in the first episode. Well, yeah. you look at her fighting TVA agents. She's fucking him up, but he oh. couldn't stand up to one on his own. Like, Well, what? that's the reason why they brought him in, is to hunt his, his own... Um, what are they call variant. Yeah, yeah, Hunter's own variant, which is like the female vision. She's literally been killing them for fucking weeks. Yeah, or but then, more years, years. Years, but then, but then they go, oh well, because she's been hiding in apocalypses and running from the TVA her whole life, she's just naturally stronger as a result of that. What in comparison to Loki's life conquering worlds? She was what taken. The she was taken as a child, and she taught herself how to fight. She had to teach herself how to do the mind control. 
So, Loki, you had all of Asgard teaching him how to fight. He he learned, like, but then when you look at Thor, the first Thor film, so the person who trained Thor to fight is the same person who trained Loki to fight. What happens when Thor comes across S.H.I.E.L.D. at the beginning of that movie? He fucking beats the fuck up. Coulson sits there and has that one-on-one with Thor where he says to Thor, he's like, who trained you? Were you in Iraq, Fallujah? You special forces? Where the fuck have you come? If you've taken out my men, you're something special. Who the fuck are you? Because he doesn't know he's a yeah. god, right? Yeah. So why isn't Loki as capable? Obviously not as as capable of, as as Thor, but versus humans, it's the the pro, it's such a fucking issue. Female Loki can fuck them up like that. Male Loki shit. Well, men are just stronger and faster than women as a as a rule naturally anyway so why is he such a wimp and she's so strong the way they've laid into this the whole time if you really think about tom hiddleston's portrayal of loki he has been the comic relief even when he's a villain he's always making the one-liners he's always making the jokes it's always been he's and that's what they've leaned into with this he is the comedic relief in his own show all the other male variants that we see do the same thing why doesn't she why is the female loki so fucking different and special and unique because she's female so then yeah so that's politics right that's fucking made the show the way it is she's an OC do not steal yeah exactly she's someone's OC in self insert which I'm glad the director's not fucking coming back um, oh she's not taking she's not season coming, 2 she's not coming back no, she she's going con- she's going to direct Ms. Marvel instead she was only contracted for one season uh, with the possibility of an extension and they didn't take up the extension after the show aired because they had to have the meeting It'd be interesting to see who takes up the mantle for season 2 and what direction they go in. Get Favreau's doing Mandalorian involved. And people go, why the fuck would you get involved? Well, he was fucking Happy Hogan, save, for fuck's sake. Savior, so he, know, he knows... Star Wars, that man. It's exactly, save Star Wars. And now they're deleting the fucking sequel trilogy as well. Yes, I've heard this. Yeah. I've heard it's that, I've heard that that's, like, that's, that's the plan because it did so badly and it was such a negative reception. It was so shit. Yeah, they, they fucking... They're cancelling they, it out. They're, they're just going to do... They're going to carry on with the Mandalorian timeline and that's never going to happen now. That oh, stuff's right, seven eight nine. Yeah, yeah, it's it's all basically going to become like some sort of alt timeline, Alt-ti- alternate timeline. <laughs> but it was do- it was dog shit. They fucked it, it was up. Bollocks. Yeah, yeah. It was. Episode um, seven was alright because it paid a lot of homage to Last Hope. But that's so about it. here's another one. Once they were able to jump time and they had the devices and they were told where Kang came from, um, and he said the only option is either to join me or kill me. Why couldn't they go into the future with the time device and kill him as a baby like Terminator stuff? Why is the only option to either kill him now or join him? They know who he is. They know what he looks like. He's told them what century he's from. They've got all the time in the world because they can time travel. They can literally... He can't stop them because he doesn't know what's going to happen. And he can't stop them because he doesn't know what's going to happen because he reaches the bit where he's like, whatever you do now, I don't know what's going to happen. They go, fuck it. All right, see you. We're off. And he's sitting there going, what the fuck? They filmed an alternate ending. They did, yeah. But I haven't seen it. I don't think I've been able to find the footage of it, so I'm not I'm quite curious It's probably Loki killing her. And joining him or something, mm. they probably swap it round. He sends her back in time, and Loki kills and he, him. Or he joins him. Or he joins him, yeah. Which was always his rule to try and become the lead, the man at the head, end of time. Yeah. All the way through it, he kept mentioning that's what he wanted to do. Um, yeah. And then, so, do you think that parts of the show were downright boring? So this was what I've got written down: the waste of time. Your characters just sitting down to talk only to tell us the plot rather than show us the plot. Um, it just felt like it just felt like it was a bit of an insult. And also all the plot holes they've added to the continuity of the past 
movies it's kind of an insult like the way they've depowered loki the way that the infinity stones are now worthless have they just insulted the franchise have they insulted what's come before have, are we getting star wars what they did what they what lit disney did with star wars with those movies we just mentioned where it's like yeah luke fucking old has been sucking titty milk on a planet and running away like a coward han solo comes in dies in a heartbeat because he's not worth anything anymore like is are they doing the same thing with the mcu that they did with star wars have they not have disney not learned their lesson no, because it doesn't matter how many how many Marvel films they pump out, people will go and see them, and they will always make money. Same with Star Wars; you could pump out a pile of shit, and it will always make money because it because of the name that's attached to it. But they don't give a fuck what they don't give a fuck how how like what happens in that film because they know if we attach Marvel or Star Wars to a film, it will always do. It will always make money. But then, why are they resetting the sequel trilogy? Because, because it pissed the fans off too much. It will piss the fans off way too much. And then they and then they stop seeing. It. So what I'm saying is, is this the start of them pissing off the MCU fans? Well, that, and they've made their money from that trilogy now. So fucking bin it. Doesn't matter. Yeah, you could literally do that if you wanted with, the Mar- with Marvel. You literally say, right, we're going to wipe out the first three phases and we're going to start all the way back at one. But these are the characters you're getting now. Well, that, Black, Black, Black Wakanda forever. You're gonna have a you're gonna have a female Black Panther. Oh, for sure. It's, 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 it's Shuri. It's, it's Shuri. Shuri. Yeah. But Shuri's not a strong enough character on her own to run a whole movie off the back of. The reason she's good in Black Panther is because you get little bits of her she's throughout the, te- the film. She's the tech savvy like sidekick with the sarcastic quips. Yeah. That cut, that's she's what she's there for. Perfect in that. You know, like yeah, it's just that stuff. And I, my final thing on it was like the highest points of Loki. I thought were like charming and had some real brilliance to it. Fight but, scenes were good. And the, fight, the, fight scenes, the, fight scenes. the fight scenes were good. But those high points didn't come enough throughout the series. As we said, they should have had a couple of extra episodes. Ten episodes is always a good point to play for a series. We, we could have done with a whole episode of them Lokis fighting each other in that other world. In the void. That was over. Oh, like, oh the, the bit in the, in the bunker. Yeah, that was it. Like, that was like five minutes. Done. Dealt with. Never see him again. Yeah. Like, what? Oh, that's right, yeah, man. I got confused for one second. That that massive cloud. I swear someone told me that once that that was actually a Loki variant as well, but it's not because he tells you in the last episode what it is, how he got control. Yeah, which I've never heard of before. I've never heard that before. It, it's it. I think I I think it's from Fantastic Four. That's like it's a really old villain, and the only thing I can think of is Fantastic Four, but I could be wrong yeah. with that. So now we get on to the new stuff on the way, which Chris is going to read off. We had one division first, eh? One division Division was the first part of Phase 4, and I thought that was fantastic. We've already had four parts of Phase 4. So what have we had so far? One Division. Which was fantastic. Falcon and Winter Soldier. It was okay. Loki. Meh. And Black Widow. Meh. Next up is going to be Shang-Chi. I'm interested in this. I'm not, because I know how much Disney sucks China's cock. And this is going to be a fucking CCP propaganda, propaganda film, but it might have some. It might have some great fucking kung fu in it. They need to bring. Is it? Is um, Ben Kingsley? He was the Mandarin. Is the, the fake Man- Mandarin? Yeah, but isn't he? Was they were talking about bringing him back because he actually was like a like a, a fake out that he actually is the real Mandarin. Well, they yeah. I mean, there's a He's guy the in it. The there's a guy who has the ten rings in it. And it's, the, it's the Mandarin. Eh? The Mandarin was the one that was. I'm not sure the they. Rings. I'm not sure they're calling it the Mandarin though. They didn't. So they didn't fucking. Well, yeah, no, not in this one. They're probably. They'll have to tie it into Iron Man again. So well, they might as well. So it's all. It's all in the same timeline. I mean, if they go on the whole thing of it was just a fake out, he's not dead. So he never. He never died. Yeah, he was never killed because he was like, I'm an actor from London. So they just let him go. Yeah. So the idea is he could be the real Mandarin. 
and they bring him back because to be fair when he was doing the dictator like mandarin he was fucking that was the only good thing about iron man 3 for me uh, some of the fight scenes were good I just didn't. I didn't like the debuff of Tony Stark and the fucking. The, I I get I get that the I get the PTSD side of things when he got when he went into the uh, he went went to the wormhole and everything to set off the bomb to close it and shit like that. I get all that stuff. I just yeah, just it. Iron Man three for me just fucking pissed me off. It's such to a to shit be fair, film out, out of Iron Man three, I think the best part of Tony Stark was when he wasn't in the suit. Which and he was pretty he was... much about seventy to eighty percent of the film. Yeah, but when he was like infiltrating the the um the Mandarin's mansion, because mm. yeah. at that point you saw that Tony is still a fucking genius even without the suit. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't. Like need he, the, he, he just he makes so he many gadgets out of just fucking anything he finds in a hardware store. I like that. No, no, I get that. I get that. I yeah, just, uh, I just hate that film. I prefer actually, I prefer Iron Man two to three. Yeah, I can kind of see why. Even though it's rated so much lower, like two's rated so much lower than three, I prefer Iron Man two to three by a mile. I hated Iron Man three so much. But I think I think Iron Man three was fucking dog shit. Yeah, and, it and it's a Christmas film randomly for no fucking reason at all. It's like when you go see that little kid. Why is it Christmas? Like they have to mention it's Christmas and there's presents. It came out in like the fucking summer or some shit. That's, another one, that's another one I can roll my misses with. <laughs> Because <laughs> she's she's one of those people that that doesn't think Die Hard is a Christmas film. Yes, it is. Of course, it is. Sat on Christmas Eve. It was set during Christmas. If you see flashing Christmas lights, mentions of fucking Rudolph yeah. and Santa is a Christmas film. Yeah, it's like I tell you, Gremlins is a Christmas film. Gremlins is probably the best Christmas film of all time. Yeah. Die Hard being a close second. Exactly. My mum was like, "It's not. It's not." I was like, "Of course it fucking is. It's set at Christmas. That's what it's a Christmas film." Um, you know, with Ben King- Kingsley it, as the Mandarin, I, Marvel did a one shot on YouTube where he's in prison for basically lying about it and they're like do you know who the real mandarin is though like they ask him they constantly ask me these questions and then the one shot ends with people about to fight him in the prison because they're like the mandarin has told us to kill you and then it explodes and someone saves him and they think the real mandarin and his triads turn up to fucking save him at the end and that's the end of the one shot and i'm convinced the one shots are canon as well because they did a bunch of them well, they didn't want me Coulson. What if the Mandarin yeah. is to kill him, and it's literally him manipulating everything, and he is the Mandarin? Yeah. Well, Ben Kingsley's such a fantastic fucking actor. I haven't seen him in anything for ages. No, no. And that man always owns no matter. He's what probably he does. waiting to get cancelled because he played Gandhi once. So he's like, oh, oh I don't want to do too many oh, films. Is he <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't know that. An English, then, an Englishman playing. Gay, speaking yeah. of the what ifs being canned, I don't know how many of them still are because I know they canned uh, Shield. As being canon and the Inhumans. Yes. Inhumans as well. Well, so Inhumans was such was. a fucking flop, which brings us to, uh, well, I mean, Inhumans, what Inhumans looks like, that TV show of Inhumans, to me, is exactly what the Eternals looks like. Yeah. It looks like the fucking Inhumans. And, it, and and not only that, Inhumans had like fighting and stuff, and the Eternals just look boring as fuck. Is that is that going to be connected to Guardians since it's in space and shit? No, it's set on Earth. Is it actually? I've never, I've never, yeah. I've never heard the Eternals. Well, a, a a gigantic threat, the biggest threat ever in Marvel, is going to turn up, and they need to step in. Galactus? <sighs> yeah, that's what I can think of. No, it's going to be Kang, because this is what they're setting up now. Oh, that literally means every, nearly every film in Phase Four is going to have, is going to have a Kang. Um, Don't get me wrong, the actor that's playing him, he it's is great, a, he's he, a phenomenal he, actor. Th- that whole scene. So when you mentioned Tarantino earlier, the way he carried himself, the way he just talked 
reminded me of how Tarantino does dialogue. Yeah. It was actually a great scene, but what an underwhelming fucking villain. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. Like, a really underwhelming villain. So and that's wasted what, uh, for a series. Because Eternals, is, is Eternals the next movie that's actually come out? Um, no. Spider-Man is, isn't it? On release? Is it? Next up is the What If series. Okay. Oh, that's, yeah, that's, well, that, that doesn't really count. That's just that's the, going to be a load of like different continuities. Yeah, well, the, no, because it's going to be like, what, what if Killmonger saved Tony Stark during, yeah. when he when stopped him from becoming Iron Man? And what if Marvel Zombies was a thing? Yeah, but these are now it's not ne- as good as DC Zombies. But because because the Black, Lan- the Black Lantern Corps. Yeah, well, yeah, Black Lantern Corps is fucking evil that's as fuck. Amazing. Yeah, that's literally my favorite like fucking DC comic ever. But like, the way I see what if now because they've introduced the idea of variants. These things can simultaneously be canon and not canon at the same time. They happen in a different yeah. timeline. Because they happen in a different timeline. Yeah. Bit shocked about the artwork where uh, Peggy Carter has a man's male chest and body in the artwork for What If? So Fucking she, so really what, weird. So, so what if she became Captain America? Captain Britain. Cap- oh yeah, because she's, she's got the she's got the Union Jack on her, but she's a super soldier with the shield. Captain Brin- Captain Britain's a real was a real. It was a real. Anyway. It was, it was a, a woman. Though. It was a man. It was, it was a, a dude. Yeah. yeah. But the drawing you've seen it. I know Chris Indra. It's like a dude's body, like a flat fucking masculine chest. Peggy Carter, the, the actress, hot as fuck. Yeah. Well, she's very curvy petite. chick, P- petite, curvy, big fucking knockers, curve. Because the whole point of it is she's a bit alluring. And like she's meant to be sexual, like people look at her. Yeah, and go, 1940s sexual. Yeah, exactly. Like pin-up model. That's yeah, what she's yeah, meant to be. Yeah, exactly. That pin-up but model. That again, in I what if she's got made jacked? In what if she's got a chest like the fucking Captain America? Captain America? Yeah, so that's because she's taken the super serum. She 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 she, she goes in for, instead of Steve Rogers. So and, and, and it just automatically makes what? her like a fucking bodybuilder. And if you look at any f- female bodybuilders, unless they get implants, they got no tits. Yeah, but yes. she already has big tits when she gets bigger, so they wouldn't get smaller. Uh, it'd be like a female bodybuilder with fake tits the, yeah, the tits are still yeah, there maybe you're burning the fat and then that's fat well, she's not so. burning any fat because she had a super soldier serum the fat doesn't disappear <laughs> Steve Rogers was a skinny <laughs> fat I'm Jack but fat yeah do you know what I mean like, but if you have got body fat on you dad my thought all this fat is a load of muscle but I don't know what if I'm interested to see it. It could I just don't... be fun and it could be a way to throw things like Deadpool out and stuff like that. Well, and he's and the X-Men. confirmed. He's literally confirmed. Yeah, all the, the X. We, there's loads of shit they could do with What If that can help us set up shit in the future. So I'm, I'm looking forward to some of it. I'm hoping the Killmonger thing leads to Killmonger coming back to life. As being the Pink Panther. Pink Panther. That's the Pink Panther. Banam. 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 Yeah, sorry about that. Panther yeah, yeah. forever. Yeah. Um, yeah, what if... I mean, I would dismiss that as having any real dent on Phase 4. You say that and it'll probably have a Kang in it. Yeah, for, oh, for sure. Yeah, well. Yeah. All right, so next up, before Eternals, is Miss Marvel. Fuck. Nobody that. gives a fuck about Literally. Kamala Khan. It is, even since her debut has been one of the lowest-selling comics on the Marvel lineup since she debuted. Because it is all... Woke politics, Muslim girl doing right, wearing a headscarf, fighting crime. No one needs to see that. I'm not saying you can't have strong Muslim characters. In in the Avengers fucking game, look how shit people were disappointed by the fact that she was the main character. Yeah. Exactly. That's what literally for, literally put me off one of the main reasons. Because literally, I was like, playing the demo, you get, that, you get that really good opening sequence where you're playing as all the Avengers in these different sequences. And then they go, and now then, you got to play as this. And now you got to play as this fucker who just, you get arms Marvel, get big. Instead of Hawkeye. 
who was a fucking main Avenger. And he was literally just DLC. Yeah. I couldn't believe that uh, E3, Square Enix, announced that they've got more coming on the roadmap for oh, that Oh, they're game. pushing it. They're literally pushing No one is playing your back. shit game. It's like Anthem. I watched the trailer and I was like, no, no, I'm not watching that. It's just- you want to give me a fucking female character? At least make it funny and give us fucking Squirrel Girl. At least make it a comedy show. Yeah. Fuck me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'd be down for a Squirrel Girl TV series. Yeah, you bashing one out over it. Oh, damn right, I would. Sweet. <laughs> Speaking of my boner, Eternals. I know nothing about the Eternals. It looks so is that, is, that, is that the one with Angelina Jolie? Yeah. It looks dull and boring and grey. And then they do the bit at the end where we're all sitting down eating, which is like the end of the Avengers. And yeah. it's just a callback. And I'm like, this is not original. It's not good. And the lines in, the, that, that line, there's not been a threat big enough to us to intervene. To intervene. Oh, what, other than fucking Thanos? Who is an Eternal. Who Thanos is one of them. Who literally... Wait, he wasn't classed as an Eternal in, in, the, in MCU, though, is well, he? Well, they've never really told us that, but he, he is. Yeah. He's like, oh, he's the Eternal yeah, gone The man mad. that wiped out half the universe isn't a big enough yeah, the, the fucking... Ma- he's called the Mad Tyrant. Yeah, like, mad. fuck me. This this guy... Wi- someone wiped out half the universe, and the Eternals just went... Meh, eh, meh. Not a big enough threat. Some some fella time hopping. <laughs> oh fuck! Oh fuck! Better step in now. You can't do that to the timeline. You're gonna take out half the population, but you cannot time jump. Uh, spoiler: They all work for the TVA. From from a from a personal standpoint, after Endgame, I would have been at that moment quite happy to actually walk away from the MCU, call this an ending, and been we're done because the arc's finished. I'm happy. As a as a podcaster who talks about pop culture. I have to continue watching. And I have not been impressed. I've not been blown away or impressed yet. And we've had one Spider-Man movie and three TV shows in between. And an, and a Black Widow movie. So we've got five properties since Endgame ended. And none of them have been anywhere near as close to, say, Iron Man 1 in terms of One Division was the best one out of the lot. It was. And then they had the bit at the ending where she's like fucking butchering and keeping all these people slaves and they go people will never know your pain and your sacrifice Wanda you've been torturing people you cunt hang on a minute understand your fucking pain yes no I got got that but and then she gets to the end and it saved me mummy through the fucking yeah oh well there's no consequence then so she's she's turning up in Doctor Strange yeah even losing her own husband she doesn't actually lose him because out there somewhere is the real vision so none of none of WandaVision's consequences actually matter and that's bad writing. It's and one division was so fucking strong. It All was. the way, and then they do this in the last two episodes, and I'm like, oh, fuck. And everyone's got a hard on over Ag- Agatha, best villain ever. It was camp and cheap. It wasn't the best oh, villain no, ever. Oh no, we near the best it, villain ever. It was fun. She's no Killmonger. No, oh, Killmonger's still one of my favourites. Yeah, I, I was on his side. It. All the way through Black Panther, I was like, he's right. Yeah. Hell, fucking Claw was a better villain. Anyway, next on our timeline. Uh, so next up is Hawkeye. That's setting up his daughter to take over the mantle, isn't it? And it's probably going to tie into like what he was doing when he was Ronin. Then I'm in. It is going to tie in with Falcon and Winter Soldier, Johnny Walker, and the new Black Widow. Oh, it's going to tie so in Florence, with that. So Florence Pugh's going to be in yeah, there as well. Because obviously at the end of Black Widow in the post credits, oh, she's, yeah, she's, she's told... Oh, shit, yeah, of course. This is the man that's responsible for your sister's death. Which is completely untrue. Yes. And she's the same woman who recruits Walker to become US agent. So that's um that's Julia Julia Dreyfus, isn't it? From Seinfeld, yeah. Yeah, she's yeah. she's a great actress. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm, I'm in for, I'm in for her character. I've no idea who the fuck she is. Yeah, although no Valerie what... uh, De La Fontaine. Yeah, Valerie. Yeah. Lafontaine. But I don't know what agency she's meant to be with. It's obviously not Shield. I don't want to spoil it, but yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's fine. So yeah, it is an existing property though. So my favorite thing in Falcon and Winter Soldier 
were Zemo and Johnny Walker. I found them compelling. Outside of the bonding between the two main characters in Falcon and Winter Soldier, which I loved those scenes, that episode where they're fixing up a boat is my favourite episode in the whole fucking thing. Because it was done so well. It was done yeah. with like these two guys who don't like each other working on something so small, but for the betterment of the community, for their family, for, for actual love for each other. And he's flirting with the sister throughout, and he's like, you better not be fucking talking to my sister. Yeah. Best episode in the whole fucking that's thing. About, that's, that's, that's like best friend sort of like thing, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, the, like, the old, couple, don't fucking, don't fucking talk to my the old like couple who don't like each other become best friends throughout a, an episode, I and it's great. I really and, enjoyed the whole lot of Falcon Winter Soldier. Apart, do better, Senator. That shit, I could have done without. But I mean, yeah, Zemos... It was great. I actually really liked the villains in it. I liked that. I I I understood. You know, I I, I completely agreed with their uh, their their their, uh, their reason. I, I understood what their reason was. I found it too communisty, left wing to really agree with it. Like no it. borders. Let all the immigrants. I, know, I, know, I, I, I was know, like, fuck know, off. Not so much. So much. Not so much that. But it's like the reason why they're doing it is. Five years because you're displacing everybody. Us. Everybody else had set themselves up, and all of a sudden, these people, just, these these fucking what, three point five billion people, just automatically pop back up, and it's like, right, they are still entitled to the things they had when they were disappeared. When they disappeared, but it's like, well, no, we set well, up. What about lives. Us? Five years. Five years have happened. Yeah. What about you us? Know, what about everybody? That's everybody but then it does show you the conundrum. Well, what about these fuckers who have come back? No, that's it. it's, it's, it's literally like this catch twenty two. It's like, well, they disappeared five years ago, and I now live here because five years have passed. But they never explain the side of the people that have come back. No. You, ne- you never hear the argument of the fuckers who came back. And then when you look at the, sh- the thing that came before it, not WandaVision, when you look at Spider-Man, these fuckers just come back and go back to school and everything's hunky-dory. Yeah, the two was, things just don't fucking align, was, right? Was, and it's, it's literally the fact that the whole of Peter Parker's class happened to disappear. Oh, yeah, all of them. Every single one of them happened to visit. I would have loved it if everybody apart from MJ had disappeared and she's just there, five years old, and Peter Parker's back. is like, sup, bitch? <laughs> it's like, I'm back. You know that 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 was like the weird stupid plot. But I don't think they really thought about because they they started making that before Endgame had even come out. Even though it was being written while Endgame was coming out, they obviously knew the plot. Yeah, I know, so. but because it was the whole plot of that Spider-Man film was how much of a hard on Peter Parker had for Tony Stark. Yeah, and those glasses. And those, those fucking, fucking sh- those the McGuffin glasses. The McGuffin glasses. I'm just glad they did Mysterio. And they did him different to the comics, but they kind of kept it where it was all a lie and there were no powers involved and. Rather Jake, than Jake Gyllenhaal did it well though. Jake Gyllenhaal was the best again. The great. best thing in the movie was Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Uh, I just think that Peter's morality being tied to Tony Stark's death rather than Uncle Ben is an injustice. I don't need to see Uncle Ben die again. No, but it should, know, still, it should still be mentioned. To know that Peter misses actually, his Uncle Ben. Have they actually even mentioned him in either film? The only mention of him is when Peter Parker says, my aunt has been sued through it. so much over the past Have they even years. mentioned his name? Never mentioned no. his name. Because, I mean, the actress that plays Aunt May, she's in her early 50s. 50s, yeah. And she's fucking smoking. I never thought I never thought there'd be a world where I'd want to fuck Aunt May. Yeah, because normally, Norm- she's, normally she's like grannies. Yeah, like she's like the age. fucking PewDiePie fucking chick. The fucking Tweety Pie chick, not PewDiePie. Tweety Pie. Yeah. I was going to say, I did, I did, I did start a putty cat. That old granny who lives with him. Yeah. That's what she oh, looks Oh, yeah, yeah, like. granny. Yeah, granny. For, yeah, okay, yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. So you got you got to wonder what the fuck did Uncle Ben look like, eh? Is, 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 he's he, a is, guy is, off the rice like, packet. And he's been cancelled off the rice packet. That's why he's not in it. So he's gone. Now you think you probably. He got snapped. The way they've done it, they've made Aunt May like this hot milf. 
So you literally think it's probably going to be George Clooney's going to be Uncle Ben for a cameo, eh? So what's the next film? Chris? Spider-Man. Spider-Man. What a shock. Spider-Man. No, it's almost around. like we set that one up. Well, yeah. You know, the, the rumours being that they're bringing back uh, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire as like a multiverse. I'm thing. here for it. I'm fucking yeah. well down for it. The only thing I like to say I'm not down for is Jamie Foxx coming back as Electro, but they are bringing back the Doc Ock from um, Spider-Man well, 2. Well, the rumour is I'm not just that. so in the ru- that. The rumour is we're getting William Dafoe as well, and the villains are the Sinister Six, but from multiple timelines. So That's we'll get, we'll the rumour. Green Goblin. Yeah. Nice. So we're going to get the Green Goblin. Okay, so we get, yeah, we're getting William Dafoe's Green Goblin. I can never remember the actor's name, but the actor played um, Doc Ock. So then we're getting... Please don't tell me we're getting Topher Grace as Venom. <laughs> no, no, because 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 they've now they're gonna t- try and tie the Carnage film into the MCU somehow v- via timeline where Spider Man never existed or something. Huh? Alfred yeah, Alfred Molina. Alfred Molina. So, then, so, so, we're, getting, uh, so we're getting Jamie Foxx's um, Jamie Foxx's Electro. We're not getting um, Ray Fiennes. Not Ray Fiennes. Um, the British actor that played um, Kurt Connors. We're not getting him. We're not getting him. So we're not getting Connor. So who the fuck are they doing? The rumor is the Sinister Six, but well, then they've only shock. said three. Well, then you've got you've got Volt. You've obviously got Michael Keaton, Vulture. Oh who, fuck, maybe they are. Who is tied to the Morbius film with Jared Leto? He's actually confirmed not to play Vault. No, he hasn't confirmed that he's playing Vulture. But, he's gonna but be, he yeah. is. But Michael Keaton is in that film. And there's rumors, like I said, like I think I said the other day. Well, they're day, multiversing where, it, right? Well, so they're yeah. going to allow. They're going to. It looks like they're going to allow Sony to do whatever the fuck they want. But if they need to borrow actors and tie over, they can. I'm down, with Jer- I'm down with Jared Leto coming as Michael Moore. Well, I like him. Everyone fucking hates the guy I all of a sudden. Oh, he's brilliant. I don't even mind his music. Ru- like, I met a lot of 30 Seconds to Mars. You ever seen him live? You ever seen him live? No, I've seen like videos of them live, but never actually. They're seen really, them really good live. I mean, I worked on a show where I had to meet Jared Leto, and I was shocked at how fucking tiny the guy was. Mm. I mean, he is so fucking unbelievably short and small and Skinny. little. He's, he's like a chick, shape. right? When yeah. you meet him, I was like, "Fuck me!" And he's pretty too, like a chick. So it's I not like a, he's in his fifties now. He's well. in his fifties. Yeah, he looks fucking phenomenal for his fifties. Even Tom Cruise is starting to look a little ropey around the face and a bit yeah. fat and a little like not fat in his body, but his face. But Jared Leto still looks. Fucking good. So, so we've got obviously yeah we got Green Goblin and Doc Ock from. Well, Green Goblin's rumored. Doc Ock is confirmed. Yeah, I know he's confirmed because he's confirmed it himself. Do so you think those two? Electro's confirmed. So yeah, Jamie Fox is confirmed. So that's the three. You've got Michael Keaton. You've got the guy who played Shocker in the first Spider-Man. So we've got five. So then. Do you bring in Tom Hardy as Venom? But then Venom's no. kind of anti-hero, isn't it? You, so do you bring you, in... They probably either bring in... Cassidy. Or do you bring in Morbius? They probably... Br- they either bring in Morbius, which maybe I don't know. There's Craven or, the Hunter as rumoured as well. They might bring in Rhino, because Rhino's at the end and doesn't do anything in that Spider-Man film. He gets out in a Rhino suit in his Transformers Rhino suit I at the end. I saw Phil... Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti. Fucking fantastic actor. There's that like Paul Heyman. Yeah. Yeah, but then there's also been rumours that they're doing Craven the Hunter, and that's going to be actually the main villain of um, of. Well, it would make sense. If Pete's, on, Pete's on the run, and he's he, hunter. He's hunting him down. Yeah, that'd be he's great. It's, it's, yeah. Good, it's good. It's good that they're actually finally doing these villains. Like obviously, like um, Jake Gyllenhaal with Mysterio. That was fucking great. Yeah, Spider Man could be good. It could be. It could be. I mean, I didn't like Far From Home. I just found it fucking really weak as a, as an actual movie goes. Had some great moments. Jalen Hall was fantastic, but all the fucking crying and whinging over Tony Stark just pissed me off. And then he was a dumbass. Like Pete Parker, 
Tony Stark bestows this gift upon you. It's I'm going to give it to this random guy. I'm going to give met. it to a guy I just met. So the guy you've been mourning over and crying over over the whole film, the guy you see as your like dad, essentially, dies, leaves you something, and you give it away to some cunt you don't know. It makes no sense. And Pete Parker's smart. Not that we've seen it in this. But yeah, they've kind of taken away the intelligence and done it. He knows his shit. But he's still at the science school, though, right? So yeah, it's yeah. like fucking... He's supposed to be about 18, isn't he? Yeah. So what is the next... Next up is Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Um, it could be very, very good. I don't know who the director is for this. I know it's basically been filmed at this point. Uh, Sam Raimi. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Sam Raimi's doing it. Oh, it's going to be excellent. I've got no, I've got no doubt that it's going to be really fucking good. Bruce Campbell's going to be in it. Of course, of course. Okay, no, I'm excited for this more than I thought I would be. Right, go on, and what, what's what's next? next? What else we got? Uh, next up is Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. If they bring him, if they find some way to bring back Killmonger and he becomes Black Panther, I'm fucking in. That's that's what it kind of that would be ideal. Um, I, 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 I don't know enough about the Black Panther lore to pick anybody else that by, can do that. If they're going by the comic, Shuri takes over when he dies. Oh, yes. not but that's work. very, very recent in the comic. And she's different in the comic how she's in the, the right. movie. She's, she's not skinny, short, and tech savvy. Yeah. No, well, she's tech savvy, but she's not sarcastic, quip. Like, she's still very she's what are those? Like, she's, she's not doing the, She's the comic relief, and she fucking owns it as that character. And she needs to stay now. Yes. Her. If right. they wanted to turn her into a more serious character, I reckon if they were going to go the whole a woman takes over instead of Killmonger route. I mean, the bald chick who was shown from the Okoye. Film. Yeah. If she took over yeah. while fucking Shuri was learning the ropes, I'd be fine with or that. Or you no longer have a Black Panther. You have a team. Like the Avengers from Wakanda, you get Mbaku, you get her, oh, you get, you get see, more now together. Now we're talking. That's what. Now we're that'd on be, to something. That'd right? be great. Yeah, you're I'd throwing be totally a fucking, down with that. You're throwing a little white dude who fucking joins them. The uh, the one that's like flirting with Shuri, and they've almost got like weird connection. Martin Even Freeman. Like, Martin Freeman. Yeah, yeah. Martin <laughs> Freeman plays the character. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Bilbo Baggins. Yeah, you throw him in. There. <laughs> it's the Black Panther. <laughs> I'm going on an adventure. <laughs> Wakanda forever. But yeah, like. I, Put him in there. It's like that. He's now their backup tech guy because she's having to do stuff in field. Maybe Did he work for Shield. He worked for the FBI. Is the FBI, FBI coming over the FBI or Shield? And um, obviously, her husband, um, the fucking Michonne chick's husband, they fell out. You have them get. Were they actually together. married, or were they just caught in? They were married in the t- in the movie. But how I'd open that Wakanda Forever, it'd be like uh, you know. I'd open it with the Lion King, the circle of life. And it's his funeral. And they're like all crying and then they all fuck off into the sunset and form Wakanda Force. On the plus side, Disney can't sue because of Disney exactly. property. Exactly, they can't even sue. I would like to see Michael B. Jordan return. One, I really like Michael B. Jordan as an actor. Oh, I, in, in, yeah, yes. Him as Creed. I love him oh, as fantastic. Creed. Fantastic. So good. My missus isn't into boxing films. She doesn't really like those sort of films, but like the Creed films have been the best thing since Rocky IV. Mm. Well, I, I didn't mind Balboa. No, I liked... I liked the Bal- old guy coming back cause, and his fucking wife's dead. And the I pool. liked Balboa. I liked the ending they went with where he did his best, but he was just no match. But he, he lost. Was, like in the original Rocky, he does yeah. his best, but loses. But there's an ultimate like, ending where he wins, eh? Yeah. And I was like, that's not going to work here. But I think they had like that... Maybe when they did the original Rocky film, they were like, "But what if he beat Apollo?" But then that's why they did Rocky too. Yeah, where he, he does. does so comes back for another run. I, the only thing that made me laugh in in Balboa, I'm not if anybody remembers this, like when they did the weigh-in, the champion who was 
half the size of Sylvester Stallone weighed more than him. It was weird. And it I was, was like, fuck off, does he weigh more than Sylvester Stallone, who is literally three times the size of him, because he got jacked. Like, yeah. he got fucking built for that film. Is that not when he got nicked? Like, I think he was trying to go through customs, because he was filming something in Australia, and then he was filming that. And Expendables, it, maybe? And he, yeah, it might have been Expendables. And he was filming that at the same time, and then he got nicked because he had a bag full of roids. Or oh, my God. <laughs> But it's I like, dude, like, you could get roids in Australia. You don't need what to take was he like? He was, when he did Barbara, he must have been like 60. Huh? I watched, uh, me and the missus watched uh, the, la- the most recent Rambo. And it's not as good as Rambo 4. <sighs> like, Ram- like Rambo was, that film was 120 minutes of just oh, awesome. first First blood. No, 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 not the original trilogy, the one he did oh, where he... Oh, the uh, Cambodian yeah. one, the Christian, yeah. Yeah, when he no, was brilliant. Like, that, I, that. I love that film so much. And we was like, I've never, I hadn't seen Last Blood, and I was like, right, we're going to watch it. And it's like, okay, a couple of things didn't quite make sense. Like, yeah, you found the girl, and you decided to drive her home instead of the hospital to and get her treatment. It. And she yeah. dies it. Yeah, and she dies as you get there. I was like, that bit... And didn't quite sit well, but... But then the stuff with the shitty dad. He didn't fuck him up. He never got his comeuppance, that shit dad. No. Like, there were, to the me... The girl that fucked her over didn't get her comeuppance or nothing. Yeah. He just scared her a little bit. But then when he fucking fucked up that entire house, and then fucking that whole network he had... That was underground, fun. Underground, that was amazing. That was fun, but the movie kind of fucking sucked. It wasn't, as good, it wasn't as good as four. But to me, First Blood and then just Rambo, those two films are awesome. Oh, yeah. Rambo 2 and Rambo 3. Unnecessary sequels. They're dumb. Like, yeah. I love the bit at the end of Rambo 3 where it says, thank you to the beautiful people of the Taliban at the end of the movie. Oh, so, yeah, so Rocky 3, uh, Rambo 3 would have been, what, late 80s? Yeah, when, when the Yanks had got the Taliban to fight against Russia for them. Yeah, yeah it's funny. <laughs> Sorry, we've got, yeah, again, we've jumped off we've topic off. again. It's how much we love the new MCU shit. Yeah. We're talking about First Blood and Rambo. <laughs> talking about I mean, Rambo film from the 70s. I mean, that's fine. We're going to fucking love the next one then. The Marvels. Dog shit. Fuck this that. I don't, I, don't, well, I, say fuck that. I don't know nothing about it. I've no idea who's in it. I've no idea what the okay, characters so I'll are. I'll tell you who's in it. The Powerpuff Girls. Yes. There we go. See, it, I'm more interested in watching the Powerpuff Girls. Not that. Oh, that TV show. Did you not see the leak for the Powerpuff Girls no, TV I'm show? I've not seen anything for it. Everyone, including the woke people, went fuck off. Yeah. You just need the original cartoon. That's all you need from Powerpuff Girls. I mean, it, what? It's been rewritten, what, three times now? Powerpuff Girls? Are they doing a film yeah. or a TV series? TV series. CW. Oh, oh yeah. Leave oh, it alone, no, CW. No. Stop trying. Who the fuck green lights this shit? Who literally looks at that script and goes, let's fucking do that. That's going to make so much money. Who so, the fuck looks at uh, it? They, look, they see Powerpuff Girls. And Powerpuff Girls in like, the late 90s, early 2000s was big. It was a big cartoon. And it was great. I used to watch it. I just fucking love it because it was it was just fun. Mojo, Jojo. Mojo was awesome. And at the time, like him, him, he was creepy as fuck. Him was literally a fucking trans devil. You know, he wore heels. He was flamboyant as fuck. He was obviously gay or trans. But it was not pandering. It was doing it to be bizarre and weird, Marilyn Manson esque. Yeah, like that's exactly like, what it was. Counterculture. Unfortunately, now it's no longer counterculture. It's now no counterculture really... is woke. Well, no, no, no. Now, counterculture is being, like, overly conservative, which... Being normal. Yeah, which is boring, right? Boring is now the counterculture. That's now the extreme 
on edge shit. You couldn't go on TV and say a woman is someone with a vagina anymore. You can't say that. People will tell you you're wrong. But 20 years ago, in the 90s, if you were to turn on, even later now in the 90s, 20 years ago was 2001, 9-11. 25 years ago, if you would have gone on TV in the 90s and gone, genders, whatever the fuck I wanted to be, motherfucker, on January Springer. And the old language back then was never, I'm transgender, it's my gender. They were like, I'm a a tranny, woo! Screaming and shouting, and they bring out the guy who's been fucking it, and the wife's going, how the fuck did you not know that's a man? Well, I got something you ain't got, baby. I got the big dick. Like, that shit was the counterculture and was extreme. Fucking love And we Jerry flipped Springer. it. Jerry is so fucked up. We flipped it. It's fucking insane. I love that. All, the, all the midget fights and shit like that. It's like Jerry Springer was just literally for the bizarre. I wonder if my husband's cheating on me and he's sitting there all sheepish and they're like, Devin, have you been cheating on your wife? And he's like, no, no. I haven't. And they're like, we're going to bring out your lover. Here comes Divine. And it's like some seven foot transvestite. We were like in the fucking shortest skirt. And it's like, you go, girl. And like coming out there, fuck you, bitch. You can't. Like, Jerry Springer was insane. It's fuck so me. Funny. You could not air that now. You could have reruns, but you couldn't make a new show. They brought him back for a little while. They made a fucking stage show. They did. Jerry Springer, the musical. But the idea of the concept, because it was like like devil worship and everything in it as well. It was like, it was fucking really I I fucking miss that shit, man. I miss the 90s so much. Now I'm getting older. (laughs) I I actually miss the chaos that was the 90s. And like, I used to go to nightclubs and shit where there'd be transgender people back then. Like when I was no like 16 years old, no one gave a fuck, no man. One fucking, no one, it was no so, one. and it was it was cool, right? And you'd have your mate who gets off with one. He's like, oh my god, I can't believe it! And you're just fucking laughing and joking around. Now, like you can't even mention doing, like you can't even, like you can't, you can't bring it up because someone's gonna say, how fucking dare you make a joke out of that? How dare you yeah. fucking make, say this is a problem? And it's like. But it wasn't a problem then. No. And we loved no that one. shit back then. The thing, the problem is that shit like that used to happen and no one cared. And then, Well, no, people did care. It was like Christians and you laughed at their expense. Yeah, Do you fuck, know what I mean? Yeah, but the thing is, religion, religion to me, no offense to anybody that's religious that's listening to this, religion means fucking nothing. Yeah, to but, us in the, in the West, fuck me, who goes to church? People over the age of 70. Mate, there, <laughs> there, there's... Or people that had it yeah, like, drummed into them as a kid. Every year... The number of people that go to churches is dropping. There are more people becoming atheist or, say, Buddhist. You know, more peaceful religions that don't really give a shit. Or people that just don't fucking care about religion in general. I literally... All my mates in America, I don't know any of them that go to church. 62% of the UK call themselves atheist. Yeah. Then that's not including people that are like, I'm a Wiccan. I'm a, like... Because that's not classed as atheism. No. Six, so the majority of the UK... Don't believe in religion anymore. Do not believe in any god. And the the minority, I think it's like 25% Christian and then there's like you know, 5% Muslim and stuff like that. Like it's actually, the minority is broken up into different subsects. Oh, I like to fucking whisper to mushrooms in an evening and fucking think of pixies when I masturbate. Like yeah, that's mate. my religion, you know? Tinkerbell, mate. Yeah. She can tink my bell end. She probably could. You just got to believe. That's the only thing she can think because she's so small. Yeah. Just comes along and flicks it with pixie dust. Oh. Instant ejaculation. Next, next film. <laughs> Prostate <laughs> pixies. <laughs> I mean, that, that's a good name for a she band. Can, she can climb right up your ass and, t- and, and tickle the prostate without any hint. You, speaking of, next one's Ant Man. Ant Man of the Wasp. Quantum. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I said the Kane the Conqueror is going to be the main Quantum villain. Quantum Mania. Yeah. So, which is great because the actor that plays Kane is fucking incredible. So he's already going to own that. 
I have not seen either of the Ant-Man films because Ant-Man as like a main character for me just doesn't do it. I just don't really care for the character, and I'm not. A They're massive, missable as fuck. I'm not Ant-Man massive, two, not so much. I'm not a massive Paul Rudd fan. I like him when he's a supporting character, like in like Civil War, in Endgame, and, and Infinity Wars. I like um, sorry Endgame. I like him as those sort of characters. Well, I, I like main, him in comedy sh- movies, but he's never the lead, right? So, yeah, no, yeah. That, that's it. I like Paul Rudd when he's a supporting character, when he's a lead. It's, it's the same as, like, um, like when Seth Rogen... Not Seth Rogen. Yeah, Seth Rogen, sorry. When Seth Rogen writes and stars in a film that he makes, he's so much more shit than a film he's been given a part for. Apart from Zach and Mary. But, oh, that was Kevin Smith. Yes. So, yeah. And I love yeah. I love Seth Rogen and <laughs> Zach and Mary make a porno. That film's fucking But awesome. then you watch, like, the green fucking Hornet, and it's fucking shit. Yeah, and I, he's just another one who just annoys me on Twitter. I actually had to unfollow the cunt. I he's just constant follow, Trump I don't, I don't moaning him. all the time. But you know, like um, um, this is the end. That film's incredible. I fucking love that. Yeah, film. Yeah, it's a good film. But again, he's a supporting character. Same with Paul Rudd. Supporting characters it, that that's how I like them. Like him, that's perfect for me. Main character, I just don't. Think the only he's, problem with this is the end. Enough to carry it. The only problem with this is the end. It came out the same time as the fucking um, Conato trilogy, guys. World's End. World Ends, which I thought was better. I yeah. World's End was better. No, I think the, what, for me, the World End is the weakest of the trilogy. And I didn't Hot Fuzz is probably the best. Hot Fuzz is definitely the best. Is Paul in the trilogy? Well, no. Is Paul an extension of it? Or is it just a new. Thing? Paul's no thing to do with it. Nothing to do with it. It's an, no. Ameri- it's an American development of it. It's like, it's just. It's, it's it its just own, has them starring. It's in just it. their own standalone. Like, they just got given the roles because they worked so well as a duo. And then you got Seth Rogen. And it was good. Well. Paul was good. No, Paul was really good. And you had, obviously, Kristen Wiig in one of her. That was like one of her first proper acting roles after leaving SNL and I thought she was pretty good in that as well she's good when well when she's not in a fucking Ghostbusters film it was Kristen, Kristen Wiig Melissa McCarthy Leslie Jones and the lesbian one with the short hair who's also from Saturday Night Live yeah but um, she's so good I think she's kind of hot actually Kate McKinnon Kate McKinnon yeah, yeah Kate McKinnon is fucking fantastic um, she's just not in that, that like she's I couldn't believe it I was like you've actually got really funny people and this Ghostbusters movie fucking sucks. Oh, it was terrible. It was so terrible. But then it was all ad lib. And these are funny people that are funny when they've got a team of writers. Like Saturday Night Live is a team of like 20 people writing the jokes. They're well, great they, at they, delivery. They work, they work together. They work together on the sketches. Someone comes up come, Someone comes up with a skit. Says, well, this is what I've got. They play it out. They, they script read it. And then someone will go, what if you add this here? Tweak or this, what if you change that. this here? Yeah. Just, they just tweak it. Yeah, it's a shame, but they they had to ad lib. Like the guy who made Ghostbusters sucking his own dick all the way through. We ad libbed so many scenes in this. Yeah, that's why they shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I can tell. I'm, I'm very no direction. I'm, I'm waiting for the new Ghostbusters film. It's been like two years in the running that it's been meant to I come got out. Paul Rudd in as well. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. It's, <laughs> well, it's about the kids, right? He's, so got, he's got um, what's it, Wolfgang? Uh, is it Wolfgang? The guy from the little kid, the, Stranger the kid, Things kid. Stranger yeah. Things. Oh. Wolfgang something. Him yeah. and his sister are Egon's grandkids, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I like it. I like I'm, it. I'm completely down with this. I think it's going to be very stripped back and subtle. And I think it's going to be really, really good. Ramis is dead. He's been dead for quite a while. Having the character is actually dead in this and you're uncovering his secrets is the perfect way to and fucking do Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, and Sigourney Weaver, and Ernie Hudson are all reprising roles. Brilliant. Here. Brilliant. Nice. Even, if, even if it's just a small cameo of them being in it. I love so, the shit out of Ernie Hudson. From, from see, not from Ghostbusters. I like him in Ghostbusters, but him in The Crow. 
Yeah. It's one of these men we spoke about it the whole yes, time. We, we were sitting there when we like, if you had to recast the crow, and like, I know he's seventy five, but I need only hunting in this film. <laughs> he still look fucking. He can still I do need, it. Well, yeah, that's the thing. He just doesn't look like he's aged that much, and it's like he just looks really, really fucking. Yeah, good, black don't it, crack. Right? They say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the dude looks fucking good. Yeah. He looks like he's about fifty. Yeah. Oh fuck. And yeah. he's seventy five. It's like fucking incredible. Like my old man. My old man's fucking seventy four, and he looks like he's in his fifties, and he and he continually works. She's still working. Literally. I fucking spoke to him the other day and he's still fucking climbing up fucking 20 foot ladders. It uh, does it though. We had this guy, um, when I was at ITV, it was a horrible cunt actually, Mac, his name was. He was one of the lorry drivers and he was 70 and he was still driving this lot. He lived in his van. He didn't have a home. He was like a homeless, like homeless dude who lived in his van and he wouldn't wash. He stank. But dude was fucking horrible. But fuck, this guy was fermented. Do you know what I mean? Like he, <laughs> he would just boost. The worst thing is though, like I remember he come in he's like, oh, got my end away last night I fucked this prostitute and I was like that poor girl oh, that poor girl oh, like, yeah that like we were, we were she's going to be wiping cheese out of her flaps for oh, it was disgusting man like this guy he, he would walk in a room and empty it she right? could fucking put that on a fucking bit of toast so they decided with they were forcing him to retire <laughs> literally she was cheddaring up she had a pack of mini cheddars inside yeah 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 like she she, she fucking put it all together with like a mini baby belt yeah <laughs> If you, the, ne- the next guy who banged her when he made her squirt, fucking Philadelphia came out. Yeah, yeah, it looked like Philadelphia, yeah. <laughs> Streets of Philadelphia. Um, squirts of Philadelphia. Squirts like Philadelphia. Fucking shoots out a cheese string. Yeah. <laughs> in bits. Yeah, yeah. Pr- speaking of Philadelphia, there's probably a bit of AIDS in there as well. Oh, anyway, right, so this guy, but like, I actually really, I found him charming, right? Because I'd speak to him and he's like, when he was like 16, he played for fucking Man United and he played for Chelsea. And his name was Mac, but his surname was MacDonald. So, oh, like, no. Yeah, of course, right? But I, I, no one ever knew his first name. But they made him redundant. Oh, and on the day they made him redundant, because I was still a young boy. I was still like fucking 18 and earning my stripes. They were like, Sam, um, you, we're going to present Mac with some money. Uh, you need to help him get a hotel for the night because he's not going not gonna to have his van anymore. Uh, we're going to help him try and get flat. We're going to give him like 10 grand. To, that's great like, that they, they were willing to help him. Yeah, and he had like, he, his redundancy pay, it wasn't redundancy pay because he didn't have a contract. He was like week to week contract. Redundancy pay is like five years worth of wages. Yeah, so they, they were just like, we're going to give you five grand, like 10 grand to like get try started. and help. Yeah, and they were going to pay him up and help him stuff. And they, But they wanted me to do it. It's like, I'm not, I'm not even, I'm not HR. I'm not any of this. you get a flat and then you're going to have no money to be able to finance yeah. it. And they were like, well, no, because he'd get a pension. He would have got his pension right. Pension's ITV. dog shit. No, his ITV pension. Oh, is it good? Is yeah, it? two and a half grand a month. Fucking hell. So his his pension was going to be that, but he needed, he, he was walking out. His last pay, the guy's an alcoholic, sleeping oh, crossing. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were like, we need someone to help him get a flat. So the first thing they made me do is take him up to the fucking showers. And I was like, You didn't what? have to scrub him, did you? No, but I had, to, I had to stand there and tell him to get naked and shit. I had to Step off, get in the fucking shower. Get in the shower. Okay. I had to bag his clothes up. And I had one of them gripper things. I like, set, set fire to them. And they gave me all new clothes for him. They got the, well. They sent me in the morning to Primark to get him like a whole new wardrobe. They wow. gave me like two hundred quid to go get him stuff. They really wanted to look after the guy when he left. Yeah, that's amazing. And, um, I remember. I remember he's getting out of the shower. It's like, my work. Because he was old. He was like, I can't get out. And I had to fucking hold his hand. Help this old wrinkly fucking crusty motherfucker. Out. Uh, that's nothing. And um, yeah, he's naked and shit. And I'm like, I don't want to see his wrinkled up cock. This is where we're all going to end up. I don't want to see it this early. I'm only 18. I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah. want to glance. I don't want to glimpse into my future just yet. And um, like, and he was covered in like and you're fucking. As gray as him now. 
he, um, almost, almost. <laughs> he was covered in them like fucking potmark fucking spots. and yeah, he, was, yeah. he was a horrible fucker to look at. Yeah. And they were like, right, tonight someone needs to book him in a hotel. So like they were having leaving drinks for him. And like the hotel they were having leaving drinks had... Well, it had uh, leaving room, drinks for an alcoholic. They had room above it. So I went in and I went, we need to book him a room. They were like 120 quid a night. I had the money they'd given him because they'd given him 500 in cash. Oh, wow. And then the met. You could stay here for a week. Yeah, and I just turned around and said, "Right, I'm gonna pay for three nights." And then this woman, she then did the meeting to go get him a place, and he ended up living in Lewisham. Yeah. And they got him like a little bed set, and it was like literally. I think ITV went like out this ten grand we're paying for a year, of, like straight up. We're going to pay, and then the rest of the money he's gonna get. He's still getting two grand a month uh, pension. Yeah. It'll be fine. Within two months, no one had heard from him. Within six months, we got a phone call. He died. Fuck's sake. And they were like, you need to come and identify Someone the body. Someone needs to identify the body. So I had to go oh, and God. identify this fucking guy's body. Not knowing he'd been dead for four months when they found him. Oh. And it was brutal. And I walked in and I saw, they lifted the thing back and I, I could tell it was him, but it was fucking horrible. This guy was like black and blue and yeah, swollen, swollen and nasty and fucking half melted and shit but I could tell it was him yeah we just thought he would have four months he would have been rotting yeah it was, it was gross it fucking stank oh, and um, I signed a little document for it and I, they did that and that was I don't know how we got into this but that was fucking gross <laughs> uh, that was gross so what, if you're still listening hi here's yeah, the next so one. what's next <laughs> so only four more after this only one for four, phase four, for phase four, four. <laughs> and next up is one that I never thought I'd see in fucking the mainline MCU is Moon Knight I, I don't know this character. Uh, Batman with magic. Pretty much. And he's also a fucking bastard in the comics. Then I hope he's a bastard in the films. No, they won't be able to fucking do it. He's he like Deadpool levels of asshole. But Oscar Isaac. Um, I like him. I have hope that this could be good. I don't know who the writers and stuff are. Like, a lot of this stuff, when I looked up the writers a few weeks ago, I was like, ooh. Like, um, I can't remember which one it is, but one of them... When I looked up the writer, he made an anti-Trump documentary and a few little mini-movies. He's that's Blade. It. Blade, yeah, Blade. So Blade was a dude who made... And then the woman who wrote it, all she does is tweet about Black Lives Matter all day. And I'm like, please don't do this to Blade. Blade doesn't need to fight white supremacists. Blade is Blade and he's cool as fuck. And he's a, he's a black icon. And he's a black icon because he's cool as fuck, not because he needs to fight equality. Fuck off. So, you know? best way I put a Moon Knight. You know, have you played the the Arkham series? Yes. You know, Azrael? Yes. Imagine him, a bit more supernatural than Batman, uh-huh. with the attitude of the Punisher. But I actually can get behind if that. it's done by Disney, they won't give it the age rating that he needs to be that yeah, level no, of ruthless I, asshole. Honestly, I honestly think they will. No, it's going on Disney+. Plus. It's going to be a 12 rating. It's Wait, not... no, is, is it a TV series or... TV series. TV series. Oh, another so Dis- one. Disney+. Plus. Fucking make some films, Disney. What the fuck's wrong with you? Because they don't have faith in these characters to drive a movie, right? That's what it is. Moon Knight could be... He's you a made good Mo- character. You could make Mo- Moon Knight like the Constantine comics. Yeah, Con- yeah. yeah, no, that's perfect. Where he's fighting demons, because obviously Moon Knight is magic. I know, like, you could do that with him, his magic fighting against him. You could tie him into Doctor Strange. There's lots you could do with Moon Knight. But then Moon Knight teams up a lot with Daredevil. He does. But then Daredevil is in She-Hulk. Is it going to be... Charlie Cox is he coming is back playing Amazing. Matt Murdock in She-Hulk. Then I'm yeah, already, you know I'm already into She-Hulk. And, they, and as much as I really hated him in The Incredible Hulk, they're bringing Tim Roth back as the Abomination in that as well. He played the Abomination well. Well, he played the Abomination as a piece of shit, which yeah. the Abomination is. And I just love Tim Roth. I think he's yeah, a like great actor. Yeah. 
Yeah, so um, apparently in February this year, Feige has stated that their series such as She-Hulk and Moon Knight were being structured in a way that could uh, that could accommodate future seasons, unlike One Division. So you're going to get a second season of Moon Knight probably if it does well. Same with She-Hulk if it does well, which to be be fair, to be fair, the way they seem to be going with certain series these days, it doesn't even matter if it fucking does well. It's just like, is it woke enough? I don't need She-Hulk against injustice. I just don't. She-Hulk against racial injustice. I don't need that. Have you heard about the next DC animated film they're doing? They're doing injustice. Yeah, you know, like the video game. They're making an they're making an animated film on it. Fair play, that would be. To be fair, the comics were decent. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were very, very. So, and the games were decent as well. That's a great story to tell. Well, the games were played like sort of like um, Mortal, Kombat. Mortal Kombat light, but the story in the games was fucking awesome. Oh, amazing! Really Both of them amazing. So, well, is She Hulk next? Yeah, yeah. So She Hulk, I suppose we covered that. Um, so what's next? Do you want next in canon or next in what might be good or shite? Next in canon. Next Guardians Volume 3. Uh, James Gunn's back in charge. It's going to be awesome. Yep. Look, Guardians have got a great plot at the minute. So you've got pretty much, you've got Chris Pratt, obviously. You've got Bradley Cooper as Raccoon. You've got Van Diesel as Iron Groot, who will obviously be a lot older now. He'll be pretty much back to full-size Groot again. Because I think they're going to make an Iron Groot series in Phase 5. Iron oh, Groot is so. planned for God. Phase 5. Groot is another one, like we said. Like Shiri does not need to be the the lead character in the show. Support, no. He's the support character. You jump the shark. It's like Despicable Me, and then they made the Minions film. It's like you do not oh. need a film about Minions. Despicable Me one and two are good, and the Minions are fantastic in it because they're side characters. You don't need a whole Minions show. You don't need, and you don't need a whole fucking Groot show. Yeah. It- God, if if James Gunn if James Gunn is in charge, that means you literally kept the same director for an entire trilogy, which these days is fucking rare because movie companies now are so impatient. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, Guardians Two wasn't as good as Guardians One, but it was still good. But Guardians One had a charm that we haven't seen in the MCU for a long and time. And he literally made an unknown bunch of heroes. Relevant. relevant. I'd like I'd like him to stay on with the MCU. Actually, after um. Guardians. I like to see him get given something like Star Jammers, mm. which is very similar to Guardians Galaxy. And actually, that's Cyclops' dad as well in Star. Well, Jammers. I actually, I want him to actually maybe take on the. Um, is it called? Are they called the original Guardians? The one with like Sylvester Stallone and Michelle Yeoh and stuff like that. That they uh, they toyed with at the end of Guardians Two. You know, at the end of Guardians Two, when they were sending off uh, Yondu. And you had Sylvester Stallone, you had Michelle Yeoh, you had um, Mighty Cyrus as that fucking, just the head, and stuff like that. And yeah, they, they were just playing characters that were in the Guardians previously. Yeah, I know, but apparently there's rumours that they're going to expand on that. And I think if he, if, he, if, he went, if he stayed in charge and directed that, I think he would do a really, really good job with that because you've got some great actors that, so, are, in tra- that are involved with so that let, let's project. Look at, let, so let's look at Guardians 1 and 2. When we, when we assess Guardians 3, obviously James Gunn paid a lot of respect to shit in the comics that weren't even just Guardians. Like He did his research. You know? well, yeah, he's one of the only like directors of the MCU who actually learnt the lore. That he bothers to do his research. Yeah, yeah. yeah went he out of his it. way to do it. Because he must... Cause like, some of the references, like as you said, at that funeral, those characters did his fucking research, bringing in fucking Adam. Well, like, he's, but he's supposed to be the main villain of three. That's what I'd heard. Yeah, I think that's just been nixed completely. Um, obviously, yeah. Adam Adam Warlock's story yeah, Adam is Warlock. linked to fucking Thanos and the Soul Stone and defeating Thanos 
And what I think happened around the time they got rid of James Gunn, they nixed that. And that's around the same time they came up with, we're going to use Carol Danvers. And she's going to be the one to defeat Thanos. But after Captain Marvel came out and fans were like, this is dog shit. We don't like the character. <laughs> she ended up hardly being involved in Endgame. And outside of the female power moment, she has fuck all to do with it. And it ends up being Tony and Cap who really defeat Thanos in the end. With James Gunn, his plans for Adam may have been nixed. You say that he's tied to the Soul Stone? Yeah. So, yeah, so there's no reason why... I'm trying to think now, but... Oh no, the Soul Stone came obviously from Red Skull. The uh, planet that Red Skull was on, so that wouldn't work. Because obviously you could have had it though. Because I think Guardians 2 literally picks up a couple of months or like about two years after Guardians 1. And and it's been a long time before they get involved with Endgame. Like their timeline is a bit weird. Like the Guardians timeline is really, really weird. Because I think the first one came out in 2016, didn't it? Yep. So and their involvement in Endgame is almost by chance because they happen to have an issue with Thanos as well. Yeah, and not it, but the timeline is supposed to be because obviously Guardians Two is Baby Groot, and apparently it's that's supposed to be set in like 2017 technically by the timeline. So there's no reason why from 2017 to 2019 was when. Was, that, was it 2018, 2019 was an endgame? Yeah, it's probably 2018. So you've got a good two-year gap there. There's no reason why they can't have, like, acquired the Soul Stone. He has it. He's like he's like Vision. He has the fucking Soul Stone as part of his power. Like, it's part of him. Yeah, but then, okay, so when, at the end of, um, at the end of Endgame, when everything is sorted out and Cap goes back to set everything back. Part of Adam's power is that stone, and that stone has been destroyed. Yeah, but Cap resets. But then I suppose they did it different, where those fucking weird gold people just make Adam. Yeah, they seem to be. They seem to be. Cri- they seem to be they making create him. Adam. Yeah. So they're probably. Let's call probably, him Adam. They'll probably. They'll probably use some sort of form of power to energize him. But Adam is the Adam is the guy who kills Thanos. That's oh, who really? he is in the comics. Okay. And he's a badass. Yeah, but you, you can you can easily reset in a way because obviously at the end of Endgame, Cap goes back and puts all the stones back where they were originally. Now, if Thanos never went there with Gamora to get the Soul Stone, because he's already dead, what's stopping from that? What's stopping that? The group, the gold, the gold people from finding it and doing it themselves. Because Black Black, Black Widow's still alive. I'm still dead. Huh? Black Widow's still dead. So that version of the Soul Stone still technically exists somewhere. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but like I said, Cap would have taken it back. But where to? Well, we've got time to, variants to, to, now, to, so to it doesn't its, fucking to matter. To it doesn't matter. To its, original, to its original place. Where else would he have put it? It's the only one that doesn't fit right. He would have taken... But what happens if you give it back? Do you get the soul you exchange for no, it back? Or no, not? I don't think so, because the soul, the soul given No, because the moment given. they take it, he goes and puts it back there. So the moment they take the soul stone, the person they gave up for it... They disappear. She's already dead, and then they go, and he puts it back. Because the timeline where... I'd love to have seen that conversation between the two, though. Yeah, that'd be fucking weird. Obviously, that's back in time. So when they put it back... Hey, fuck, you're right. Do they put it back... It's a time time consistency, because therefore Thanos doesn't have it. Do they put the stone back after Gamora dies because of the stone, or after Black Widow dies from the stone? Because if they go back in the time when Gamora's already dead, that version of the Soul Stone's already been destroyed. Already been destroyed by Thanos. So when that when one Soul Stone's been destroyed, can another one be made? No, because there's only one stone of each. 
So he must have had to go back Loki to... Loki says otherwise, because there's loads of fucking power stones and time stones in the there's drawer. There's a variant. Yeah, variant. So maybe Adam is in... Maybe Adam has a variant. No, because, apparently, because according to Kang, oh, everything's supposed to happen as it goes. So therefore, there can only be one soul stone. So maybe the idea is... Talk about one TV show writer coming along and fucking everything up for everyone the, else. The, 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 yeah, right. The idea, the idea would be that Hawkeye and, and Black Widow go before Thanos and Gamora go. Cap returns the stone, and then Thanos and Gamora turn up, and then the stone is gone again, and then it gets destroyed. So it's a time loop. So therefore, they therefore they always go back to get it. Cap returns it, and then he then literally. Thanos takes it, uses it with the gauntlet, destroys, uh, it, destroys it, and then it. they reset by going back in time and do it. It's a time loop. But it's always it always ends up destroyed by Thanos in the in the actual timeline, and then restored when he goes back to get it. It's always yeah. there. So in the, the time of Guardians three, which is after Endgame, yeah, it is gone and cannot be used. Yes. So there's obviously an idea. I well, when it when you say that Adam in comics is. Is, is he just powered by it or does he actually have it within him? Like, like, say, he, like he, I think like it's like part vision. of it. Like, it's like, I can't remember because Adam's such an old character. Yeah, but okay, so if he if it's a part of him, then how does Thanos have the Soul Stone? Because obviously in, in the comics, Thanos manages to unite the, the Infinity Gauntlet. So how does he have, how does Adam have the Soul Stone Shit, within he, him? He can control it perfectly. He's from a planet that was like perfect. He's, oh, so he's, he's not from actually, Eden. Yeah, yeah, so he's not actually created by the the race that does it in in Guardians two. No, no, no. So then there must be something else. Yeah. So there. well, Guardians two kind of disregards that. He's made to hunt the Guardians down. Yeah, that's I, what I you think. That. I but because he's Adam, the first man, or I figured the, he's going to be the big bad. But then he's also going to become like an antihero or like a friend. Well, of he Guardians will one, he one hundred percent becomes good. Adam is Marvel Superman. Is that the last one? Nope, there's one more. Ah, oh, Blade. <sighs> yep. Which Sam's already said enough about with the directors and everything. I don't know. I'm in. Anything with Blade, as long as it's not Blade Trinity, I'm fucking in. I'm, you know, I'm gutted it's not Wesley Snipes, but it's been way too long for it to be Wesley Snipes. He's too old now. It depends on who they cast for it, because they've already got it. It's, um, uh, I, don't, I don't want to butcher it. I just know. Mahashar Ali. That's it. That's exactly it. Yeah, so he's cast as Blade. Now, Sam reckons he's going to be... It's going to be fucking, like, horrendously woke. <sighs> but then, apparently, Wesley Snipes hates the idea of it. Because Snipes fucking owned that role when he did it. The first two? Yeah. Blade 2 is still one of my favourite fucking films of all time. Blade 2 is so good. Just everything about that. The villain, the plot, fucking Ron Perlman. Yeah, no. Norman, Norman Reedus. Just, it's all fucking so good. My my problem with Blade is looking at who the writer is and who the director is. He's done nothing that strikes you as action vampire superhero movie. There's not a single thing on there and it's all political. As long He directed a movie about how much Trump shouldn't have won the election. But what what do you think if if, if that's what you're known for, what is what you've been given a property about a black superhero what are you going to do with your black superhero yeah but look at blade one look at blade two it was the black guy against all the white guys but that wasn't a race no no it wasn't but that's literally how it was if you think for one second with immortal characters although deacon frost was fucking his mum which was black so yeah if if you think for one second you're not going to get 
Nazi vampires from the literal Nazi era, you are uh, you <laughs> actual, are not actual, thinking straight. Actual vampire Hitler. Fucking Jesus. He's only directed two films. Two films I've never fucking heard of. These Birds Walk, back in 2013. And last year he did a film called Mogul Mowgli. So now look up the writer. Yeah, there comes the problem. When you click her Twitter and see the shit she's fucking posting about. Because this is a person who 24-7 cannot stop talking about racial, identity, gay politics. She just cannot stop herself. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds promising straight away. She wrote the fucking HBO version of Watchmen, Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel 2. Won her awards, though, I think. But, it, yeah, it, but it was, well, it was, fuck it was, them awards. We already, already know awards are bullshit this true, day. Like. Very true. That's pretty much it. That's all she's done. Now check her Twitter out. They might... Live on air, have a look at her Twitter. Uh, Just scroll they through. They might surprise you. They're not going to surprise me. No. That's like sitting there going, oh, when we hired Doctor Who to have the writer it's got and a female Doctor Who... Well, they might surprise you. It might not be a pile of shit. It's a pile of shit. That Watchmen was a pile of shit. You like Lovecraft County. I couldn't get past one episode because I was like, too racial. It's fucking over the top. Yeah, I dig it. I dug it. I dug, it. I dug the concept of it. I really enjoyed it. I didn't, and, I didn't, I didn't, did I say that? I didn't finish it. I got to episode seven. And I yeah, did, neither did, did anyone. Did, That's did, why it got cancelled. Well, yeah, it got cancelled. But then the actor, obviously the actors, I thought it was really That's well some really good actors. Really great actors, but yeah. Took you took you took you took like H.P. Lovecraft concept and made it racial. You, just, you made but it that, about, but, but, but at the same time, H.P. Lovecraft was apparently a massive racist. Well, I'm more so of a xenophobe, but yeah, I can't even find her fucking Twitter. Uh, I've I've looked at her Twitter and everything she retweets is about Black Lives Matter, about feminism, about gay LGBTQ are not being treated properly. I feel like modern day inserts of of politics, especially within entertainment have gone to the point where it's not smart or clever anymore. It's not subtext. It's not where you where you can watch something like American History X and go, this is a film about race, and fuck me, does it tell a message of forgive and move on and try and, and better growing, yourself and growing up, and, and, just, growing up yeah. and getting better. We don't see that anymore. They don't need to sit and go, oh, we need a black Wolverine. Or some dumb shit like that. We need a gay pansexual Wolverine. You want a pansexual? Bring Mystique in. Mystique doesn't even have a fucking gender. Mystique sleeps with men and women. She's blue Bring and fucks in. whatever she wants. You know, and Mystique's gender is fluid. So we've already got it in there. No, fuck it. Iceman needs to be gay. Sabretooth's going to be a gay bear. And he goes on Grinder and fucks Twinks. I mean, like, what we... Like, what are we fucking doing? Until it gets his final prey, Wolverine. <laughs> yeah. Wolverine, I'm going to make you my daddy. Is that the last one? That's the last one. That's the last one. That, that, that shit show was the last one of the fucking Phase 4 MCU. Well, you say, you, you say that, but you don't know until it comes out. Is it, uh, there's, there's, there's anticipation. You, you, you know who's, atta- who's, who's attached to the title, and you have what... Well, Ali is Blade. It's fantastic. I love the guy. However... The writers... He, he was better in fucking... He's, he was better in the Netflix Marvel stuff. Cottonmouth. Oh, that was in that yeah, one. Yeah, it's Cottonmouth in in um, Luke Cage, and I loved Cottonmouth. When when I watched Luke Cage, again, my my miss is not into this stuff. She was like, Luke Cage is the best one. She thought it was fucking awesome. She was like that Cottonmouth character. She was like, holy, I can believe in this. When my he's got the is, biggie fucking po- painting on the like, wall. My missus didn't like Luke Cage at all. No? no. When she saw him in, and he's standing there and right. he, he's bought the biggie... I've not seen it. I've he's bought the biggie small portrait with the crown on his head right. and he's got it as well. Yeah. She was like, this is... 
she to her white girl from Guernsey. So you know, she was like, "This is a black. Sto- this is how you tell a black story." Luke Cage is how you tell a black story. And me, as a kid growing up in England, when you had TV shows like Desmond's on, yeah. right? And knowing the Black Barber, right, down the street, and knowing the hangout there, and then they bring that in to Luke Cage, I was like, this is brilliant. This is fucking... This, this, is, this is what I want to see from black culture in a movie. Yeah. Not mystical Wakanda that never fucking existed. Tell me the street guy. Someone growing up in Harlem. Yeah, tell me that story. And that's as a fucking white dude. I can't I can't imagine for someone who isn't a woke black guy, but a lot of people, what they think about how MCU wants to build mystical black guys who can't do no wrong. It's a fucking weird If there's thing. anybody that fits that category that you're listening, I'll, yeah, please, please let us know. Please, yeah. honestly, feel free to message out. We want to know your opinion on this. Because I want to see Storm. Man, I want to see Storm so badly. I, I'm Storm is my favorite female X Men other than Rogue. Yeah, Rogue's my favorite. You know, like, and then Southern after Bell. after 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 Storm is probably Kitty Pride and then Jean Grey. They're like the ones. I, they're the ones I like the most, right? From the X Men females, yeah. my favorite X Men is Gambit. I fucking oh, love Gambit. Literally same. Gambit was so fuck so cool to me as a fucking edgy so little teenager. In Wolverine Origins. He was literally still the best part about that entire film. <laughs> yeah. and he was wasted in it. Yeah. You know, like, there's so many things. But, like, with black Marvel characters, man, like, fuck me. You could do so much with Blade. What I found cool about the original Blade movies was that his race didn't come into it. Oh, no, it was nothing to do with it. It was literally the fact that he is a half-breed in the, in, that, in that aspect of in being that literally half-human, half-vampire. And that's where the racism actually comes in. The, the fucking Daywalker piece Daywalker. of shit. Yeah, like, yeah, they hate him for it. It's nothing to do with the color of his skin. It's the fact that he literally has all of their strengths and only one of their weaknesses. And man, I don't know. Like maybe it's just me, and I'm old school. You're you're a similar age to me, Scott. How old are you? Uh, thirty-two. Thirty-two. So I'm thirty-seven. So you're you're like you grew up in the nineties, as we were talking about Jerry Springer earlier. Yeah. We like extreme shit even racial stuff was like 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 american history x stuff like that was such a fucking cool thing to experience at the time that where we're living now i feel like we've taken a step backwards and it, it's it's bizarre to me as a fucking 37 year old adult to look at the way the world has become and how focused we are on sex gender race poverty and then look back at the 90s, which wasn't the most open time period to live. But when it came to media, this stuff hit hard, but provocative. And, like, on edge. You know, like, different. Presented itself, like, even down to wrestling, man. Like, DX. Like, just on the cusp. On the cusp of something completely different. Counterculture. Like, I remember the first time I got back into wrestling at the time. I'd stopped watching during the Diesel period. Because it started early, being, early nineties. Yeah, it started yeah. getting boring to me, like ninety four, ninety. I wasn't 90, watching yeah. at that point. And then I remember one day just turning on Sky. Is when I got Sky, and I went bang. And it's like WWE, and I was like, oh, oh WWF, WWF, WWF. I was like, oh shit, wrestling. I haven't watched this in years. I'm like, why is it on at ten o'clock on a Friday night? Yeah. I turn over. That would in Raw, wouldn't it? It was raw, right? So I turn over, and the first thing I see is Shawn Michaels and Triple H. You've got Rick Rude. So I knew Shawn and Rick. Oh, it's early, early yeah. DX then. And then you've got China. And yeah. I thought China was, was a transvestite. Yeah. When I first saw China. And I thought HBK and Triple H were gay. 
because they're fucking touching each other, talking about sucking dick. Like, and I remember thinking, this is the coolest thing I've ever fucking seen. <laughs> Me at like 13 years old went, holy fuck, this is the, this is the most, like, what the fuck has happened to wrestling? This is the most out there shit going. And then they come to the ring and they're telling Bret Hart how he banged Sonny and shit. And I'm like, <laughs> I was like, wrestling's become real. He enjoys like, some sunny days. Yeah. And I'm watching this stuff thinking wrestling has somehow become real. After all this time, wrestling is no longer fake. It's real. It's out there. And I started watching you with Goldust. Oh. Cross-dressing and shit. Yeah. Like, that, was, that, that was the biggest extreme of it was literally Dustin Rhodes. Fucking Goldust. kissing man and shit. And I remember thinking at the time, <laughs> Scott's rubbing himself. If you know Gold does how he rubs himself, Scott's doing that. Yeah. And Scott's as hairy as I am, so it's one of those sights to see, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, but yeah, fucking... Like, I remember watching this shit. Thinking, video on Patreon. Yeah. I remember watching this stuff. And Five thinking, bucks. Yeah, I remember watching it and thinking, this is the coolest shit I've ever seen. And I was hooked back to Gold wrestling. Goldust has always been one of my favorite. That's why we want. That's why I want to do an FCA episode on Gold Dust, where we get we get TNN who's never ever seen Gold Dust and just go here like live on air. We're gonna pause every now and then. He's gonna watch a video and we're gonna talk about. It. We're gonna watch a video. All the different talk. incarnations, like the artist formerly known as Gold Dust, where he literally just came out in laun- women's lingerie. Yeah. What a fuck like. What a oh, the design. shit that Dustin was up was up for doing just because, for the sake of the character was ridiculous. No, I'm not gay. I'm not bi. I'm not trans. I'm gold I'm, dust. I'm gold dust. And man, that shit is so fucking cool to me. And I, this is the thing. And I, and this is a good way to cap off the end of this episode. We have harped on about wokeness a lot and swapping things and writing things a certain way. Just look at the '90s media, queer as folk. That shit. This stuff was done so much better when it had heart and it wasn't to tick a box. Yeah. Sitting there going, I'm writing a brand new Marvel character. What's your Marvel character? Okay, right. So he hunts people down. He's an ex-army soldier. Uh, in the army, he had a problem because he was gay and people were funny to him now. And that's just part of the character. And he's kind of like Punisher, but an alcoholic. And he sleeps around these fucking dudes at the same time. And he's taking these weird missions, murdering people like the Punisher does, but as a hitman rather than from his own justice and now he's come up against like a member of the x-men and he's worked his way in there and the x-men are like we're going to add him because of his skills to me that'd be awesome there's no there's no problem with it but instead they go Iceman's bender do you know what i mean yeah, you're, you're, like, ta- you're taking already established characters and then just changing their whole law yeah to suit some current political agenda trend. it's like oh we're making a dragon ball film fuck it vegeta's a woman Oh, Do you know God, what I mean? Like, no. like, and then Bulma's a lesbian. Yeah, like, the, 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 why are you doing that? Why don't you use Kale? Kale exists. It's a woman. You want a woman? Have a woman. How about you start from the beginning and give us Chi-Chi when she's kicking ass? Like, fuck me. You can do this. You don't need to fuck with shit. You have it there in front of you, and they they just fucking suck. These writers suck. They're not good enough. The people making these movies and writing these movies and directing these movies, they've got zero fucking credits. They've not lived a life. They've got a political agenda and that's all they fucking care about. And they're not good enough to fucking give us the MCU the way that anyone, the way that someone smart would do it. Why Why are we not finding those people now? Why Why is it that the identity of the character comes before the character? I completely agree. It's just, yeah, too much pandering to current media standards. Yeah, and... Like I said, these I think gay people, trans people, black people should have a representation in our media. I I, I agree, but it doesn't need to be forced, and it doesn't it's need thrown down your throat, and it doesn't need to be at the expense of an already canonized character who isn't that. 
Shang-Chi, I'm actually happy that they're using Shang-Chi. Rather than going, we're bringing in Sabretooth and he's Chinese. While all the way through this, we're making jokes, we're mocking fucking writers for their woke politics. On the scale of things, like politically, we all believe that every kind of person has a place in this society and, and should have a character that they can identify mass with acceptance for everybody and that's what that's what we want and we, we don't want people to feel alienated because of their gender identity because of their sexuality because of their skin color we don't want any of that but fuck me does hollywood and the media go go around it in the most obnoxious they way it down your throat make dragon ball give us whiz he's bent yeah he is you know Whichever way he fucking wants, he's that, the most powerful being in the entire yeah, show. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't argue with him. Other than Xenos. Probably the most powerful being in any existence. In any, any universe. Anime. Yeah, in any universe. But I don't know, man. It, 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 I don't know how you feel. I'm going to hand over to you two to, to say how you feel about this stuff before as we end. No, I completely agree. Honestly, I'm completely... Um, I don't have much of an opinion on it because you've already pretty much called it. We've pretty much covered everything already. So, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah man. Anyway, we are This Guy Sick. Thank you very much for listening. Um, and I hope you enjoy this. I, I hope no one's offended by anything we've said. We've been very, not brutal, but very honest. But there, it comes from a place of love. For for other cultures. It comes from a literal place of love. Yeah. Uh, you know, we haven't even touched on fucking Japanese-Chinese culture that we're all into. Kung Fu. Oh. Like, we, lo- we love all that stuff. It has to be, it has to be done by heritage at heart in the right way. Not just fuck it. Can't do Chinese without Jake here. Yeah. No, we really can't. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. Howard the Duck's Chinese and he can do Kung Fu. That's what we're doing with it next. Shit, he's the next Iron Fist. Yeah, fucking. <laughs> he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna be Marvel's uh, Phase 5 main villain. More like fucking Peking Duck. Cunts will eat him. <laughs> Peace. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Cheers, guys. See ya.